Hello and welcome to Good Brews, Bad Views, the podcast that asks if great beer makes bad movies any better. I'm Max Storwich, and as always, joined by my two triumph-traveling hosts, mm-hmm. one, James Thorpe II. Hello. And Ryan Everhart. Hi. How are you guys Sorry, doing today? Sorry, I was today? choking on literally nothing when you yeah <laughs> when you acknowledged me. You're, you're terrible, Ryan. I am terrible. You're choking on tachyons. Oh, God. Yes, definitely. Uh, so, yes. Time travel, because today we are watching Terminator Genesis, the fifth and maybe final movie in this franchise, question mark? Mm. I don't know. Did There's... Sega sponsor this one? <laughs> <laughs> I, I... I'm glad that we got that joke out of the way, because it was already, it was like high up on my list of <laughs> terrible puns. Well, for, well, they open, like, someone opens a box, and it just has, like, a tablet in it or something, and it's just like, Genesis is like, wait, is this... Is this really what they're doing? Are they tying Sega into this somehow? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it... I, it may be the end just because this didn't do well, but this movie's clearly like a, trying to do a soft reboot. Y- yes, and we, we will get into that once we get into this movie. Mm. But before that, um, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. If uh, you're returning, welcome back. We're sorry. Um, how this very, podcast works is sorry. we are going to watch a movie, in this case, 2015's Terminator Genesis, and uh, we are going to drink some beer alongside of it and uh, make some observations about the film, crack-wise, crack and uh, try to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Grease the wheels with some beer. Yes, of course. Uh, before we uh, get started on that, though, um, uh, little good brews, bad views, goes forth update. So a couple weekends ago, I found myself in Toronto and visited a number of tasty breweries, which I will now list off. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, we went to River Rouge, which is in Markham, which is kind of like northeast of the city, which is very kind of confusing because there's a brewery called um, Rouge River. Or excuse me, Rouge River is the one in Toronto. River Rouge is the one in Royal Oak. Mm-hmm. So even rooting from this list, I'm getting the two confused. Um, wop wop. Also went to like a good like metal themed brewery called Blood Brothers. Oh, cool! Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'd like to do but that. They have they have a um a beer called uh White Lies where the logo is like two hands shaking, but one of the hands has like a snake wrapped around it. It's biting the other hand. Hmm. They've got a cool. lot of like you know cool little like metally occulty like and labels and stuff. And stuff. That's yeah. Cool. Um, Reinhard Brewing Brewery, which had a Terminator Two pinball machine in it. Oh. Pretty Classic. awesome. Um. Steam Whistle Brewery, which is a one of Toronto's most famous brewery. It's in one of the. It's in an old um, train uh, roundhouse. You know, okay. where they keep all the engines yeah. and such. So, um, Left Field, which is a baseball themed brewery, which allows dogs into it, and there were many dogs in there, despite it being you know blizzard conditions when I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Bellwoods, my absolute favorite of the trip, which had the best stout I have ever had. Big words down. from Max. Those yes, big, big words. words. It was a stout. Uh, aged in cognac barrels for a year. So mm. after that, it was like, I need to drink more cognac. Hmm. So, hmm. And uh, last up, we went to uh, Amsterdam Brewery. Um, why can't I remember this one? In Toronto? Yeah. Should be called the Toronto little, Brewery? They went to Little Amsterdam. <laughs> little Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> With the super uh, I'm trying to complete blank on this last district. one. That's unfortunate. Maybe it'll hit you. Yeah, maybe later. But... um. Good good beers were had by all. Uh, it was terrible, terrible, blizzardy, snowy conditions while we were there, but uh, didn't stop me from eating my way through that city with uh, Stephanie. So Isn't excellent. that just how Canada always is? <laughs> nah. I mean, it was nice the first day we were there. 
Okay. Um, so back to this actual movie now. Um, this move, this podcast is designed to be watched or to be listened to alongside the movie. So it's you're going to get the best experience out of it, but it's not going to be required. Mm. You just may not be able to understand what we're making jokes about or talking about sometimes. But yeah. you know, we'll we'll try our best. And uh, yeah, we are watching this on Blu-ray that we rented from our local library. Support That's your local right. library. Um, you guys have anything to add before we get started on this? Time. No, I'm ready to put this behind me. <laughs> don't, don't support your local library if Tammy Two works there. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, we are about 20 seconds into the movie. Uh, the Paramount logo has just finished uh, displaying all the stars around that mountaintop. So, Ryan, you want to tell us when we should start? No, I don't want to. You okay. No, I'll do it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. So, if you're uh, watching along at home, uh, press play now. Okay, so now of course I now I remember what Amsterdam Brewery was. Amsterdam Brewery is a uh, one on um, Lake Ontario, a uh, brewery on Lake Ontario. Had pretty good dinner there. Specialized mm-hmm. in like some barbecue. Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Canadian barbecue. Mm. Is, is Canadian barbecue? Did they just boil everything in maple syrup? Is that how that works? <laughs> no, but I did have a pizza that had um, reduced wort on it, like brewer's wort. Mm. So. Mm. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it was like a brewer's sausage pizza. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I would eat that with my face. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. You're not going to Arnold Brown and Schwager. chug that pizza. <laughs> chug so that this pizza. movie's <laughs> got like so many good brews, bad views, all stars. Yeah. This does. Yep. Everyone besides Amelia uh, Clark. Yeah. So yeah. this already starts the soft reboot that I mentioned, Max. Like this in and of itself is explaining the concept of Terminator, right? Yes, because well, it's been a number of years since the last film with yep. Christian Bale that was largely forgettable. Boo! I liked it more than I, this one. I to did be too. I like ter- I like Terminator uh, Salvation, Salvation yeah. a whole lot, actually. Mm. I saw it in theaters and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm okay. You know, and I have a theory about that, but we can talk about that after. Yeah, as to why that wasn't as mm. well received. Missiles are basically sky dicks. Yep, Whee. and then the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> <laughs> that that does pretty much look like that, doesn't it? Pretty That's much. a great shot. I love yeah. this yeah. shot. This, I think this is. I, I think this is a very strong um, opening sequence. I I agree for the most part. I like a lot of the shots where the the outcome is suggested and not directly shown with the whole oh, look at all this shit blowing up kind of like stuff. this right like, here. Yeah, and the plane shot was great. Yep. Like even this is still pretty. Like the in city shot. This is too much. In my opinion, like this is unnecessary. Well, it, it's it's it was 2015 when this movie came out, so yeah. so everything of course, has to explode. You know, we got to destroy the Golden Gate Bridge because how else do we ex- show that things are going yeah. bad in San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Roland Other- Emmerich is so proud. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sega. Yeah. yeah. Now Magneto shows up and puts it back together. The Ian McKellen one. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Skynet determined that Batman and Robin's release was the cause for human extinction because. It, it, it awoke slightly after the movie came out. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you top that. Yeah. 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 So you guys were kind of mentioning soft reboot stuff. Uh, I combed through some trivia on this. One of the on IMDb anyway. I don't know how reliable that is, but I guess this is supposed to be the start of a rebooted trilogy. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, does this feel with the names coming up along the sides here and the and the you know the voiceover? This feels like the start to a video game to me. Kind of, yeah, just how cinematics are now how, done. How cinematics are done where they're br- introducing you to the story of what's going on. Yeah, because it's... Like this? Like, it really feels like a, a video game start to me. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, pretty like a uh, one of the recent Fallout games. Yeah, like a, like a COD kind of thing. Or... Yeah, like basically what would happen here is that as this finished, it would just cut to you being it would, a it little would boy, zoom in being soldier man of the of the little boy or or yeah. you know John. So we were talking about Terminator Salvation, and uh, they originally were trying to get Christian Bale for this, but he was unavailable. They also wanted Tom Hardy for this to play um, John Connor, but he okay. was instead doing. Mad Max Fury Road. Better choice. Superior <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right then. They couldn't come up with a way to have John Connor's mouth covered for most of the movie. So, you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I was kind of hoping for a, like a Terminator dog at some point. Like a doginator. Doginator. Mm. Well, they did that, that cool river snake Terminator in Terminator Salvation. Remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. They did have like non-humanoid, more non-humanoid stuff. Yeah. Bork, bork. Heckin' robots. I like how the um the dog is a continual has as as continuous presence throughout all of the uh, Terminator movies. Mm. One, two, this one. They use them in Salvation to determine who true is and who is not a Terminator. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, but there's a lot of just like hallmarks of the series that you know this movie uh yeah pays homage to i will give this movie a lot of credit in that if you have seen all of the other movies to include terminator 3 and salvation Mm -hmm. there are lots of nods to this movie you do not need to see any of those other movies to understand the plot of this movie though no no uh james cameron was totally like on board in support of this movie and to him and schwarzenegger this is the third movie yeah Okay, because there's yeah. a lot of themes that this movie touches upon that are hinted at, or, or hinted at in those first two that are fully explored in this one. And we'll yes, we'll get to that. Yes, and they are. I'm sorry, but uh, Jason Clark is just butt ugly. He is such a terrible choice for John Connor. Yeah. Yep. I do like his disfigurement, but mm. um, I don't know. I just I do not like his face. Yeah. We I, last saw him on the podcast in Death Race as one of the guards of the uh, oh, of the prison. Right, yeah. And Jai Courtney, playing Connor Reese, yeah. apparently doesn't age. <laughs> look, look, at his mouth is so tiny and it never opens. Clark, I mean. Yeah. It's like his he, mouth is like retracting into his face. He looks, he looks like a CPA who woke up one day and was like, I'm going to play Army. <laughs> That's what he looks like to me. So part of me was wondering why they barcode the humans, like why Skynet barcodes the humans, like why doesn't it just like indiscriminately just murder them or that, whatever? Yeah, I. I'm but then, s- I, then I realized why they need the humans for their teeth, for to put in their terminators, because <laughs> the teeth are like actual teeth. It looks like. Hmm. Well, I mean, That's it's an interesting theory. Yeah, That's the best I can come up with. It's, it's a. I've always taken it as a clear or not as I shouldn't say clear but I've always taken it as a callback to the holocaust. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But I I I'm a little at a loss for why the terminators would round up the humans to if not with. if not to collect their teeth, why yeah. do they collect them at all? Like if they just want to exterminate them, why aren't you just murdering them on the spot all the time? Yeah, you know, and I I guess the only thing that I've ever been able to come up with is that once humanity was beaten down to the point that they're able to control them, mm-hmm. then Skynet being moral and um yeah moral and effectively omnipotent could just be like well i'll just control you and it'll be fine Mm -hmm. right like it 
it destroys humanity because humanity is the only thing that can destroy it. So once humanity is no longer a threat, Visa like it should not see it as a threat anymore, right? Because yeah. it still has weapons killing the humans it sees as threats, but yeah. the work like the, the labor camp humans are not a threat, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, and I mean I, I agree with what you're saying, but I can't see this system being okay with keeping humans around. Oh, just because they're a variable that you can't control. Yeah, and, no. You know, Skynet has access to the internet and therefore all of basically human history at this point, just yeah. to know that it would be a terrible idea, so I think. Do you ever see a fake out of a Terminator driving a truck because even Skynet could not get autonomous vehicles to work? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's like that's a, a, a thing here. Like, a lot of it, I guess, has to pull from the fact that, like, there's just things that machines can't do yet, mm-hmm. I guess, and you have to kind of have people around for her. I yeah, don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's the same thing, like, a human frame, a bipedal frame, is a incredibly inefficient, inefficient machine, robot yeah. design. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like the the fucking quadruped tank that shows up later is a yeah. monster. Yeah, like that makes a lot so more sense. This is actually so. We see several Terminator robots there. This is the first one where they are not stop motion. Like okay. The actual like, and this right. is also the first Term- Terminator movie shot digitally. Right. So. Yep. So no stop motion and, and just no animatronic Terminators. Yes, it's all that's, CG. That's, yeah. Uh, interestingly, when you watch them, they're using the same laser weapons back, which has been something that none of the none of the uh, previous like war in the future has ever shown. It's always been mm-hmm. humanity using like human weapons, like assault rifles, assault yeah. rifles, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and that's cool because that implies they've had some victories. They've been able mm-hmm. to you know procure some spoils from the, yeah. the Terminators. Yeah, yeah, like this type of machine is way more suited for just mm-hmm. murdering everything. Yep, yep, <laughs> as it does, as it yeah. does. And did our taxes. <laughs> the, the machines run the IRS. <laughs> but you'll notice that you see very, very little of the lower body of the Terminators as the their their upper body is so like solidly well designed, I think, from an aesthetic aesthetic standpoint, but the, their legs are spindly as fuck. Yep, yeah. Because it's a bone structure, not the calf structure that yeah. you have. So they've got like weird little like spindly feet and yeah. whatever so like they're just the you know they're just very like they're more interesting flimsy. from the waist yeah. up they're more <laughs> interesting from the waist up i feel like there's a sex joke in there but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we saw the the um not arnold but arnold's stunt double mm-hmm. um, i cannot recall the actor's bodybuilder's name it's like azaz yeah um we saw him like get out of a closet so there's i'm implying that skynet has just a like, closet full of arnold's <laughs> It's Arnold washing day. Yep. I find it interesting, dun, 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 though, that dun, 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 dun. we see him go into, like, the, the thinker pose almost when he gets uh, sent back in time now. Mm. But um, when we see Reese go back, like, he has, like, the Jesus martyr <laughs> pose. Yeah. So. Yeah, it might be a little much. Yeah. Everybody had all the weed. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking freak. Yeah, that, I mean that's a cool. I really like that that take on um, on John Connor, and I, I'm, I promise I'm not going to spend this movie's career to salvation. Salvation does a little bit of that too, with like the prophet idea that yeah. he knows yeah. things that nobody else does, and people just don't believe him. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I I like the take on salvation a little more but i get the more hopeful view of this one where it's like people found somebody they could believe in yeah right 
and and no matter even if it's weird that he knows these things, he's a ray of hope and he's winning. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't people rally to him and see what he could do, right? right? I mean, I, I get that aspect of it. Yeah. And so uh, just real quickly, the body double, the bodybuilder was Brett Azar. Brett Azar, yeah. And here we have back to 84 in Lo- in Los Angeles. Hmm. Um, I really like how they shot these scenes for the 80s. Like, the, it just looks dirty. It's grimy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're still rolling credits, too. Yeah. Yeah. We're like seven or eight minutes into this movie. We're approaching like Flintstones levels of opening credits. That's <laughs> <laughs> a giant naked ass white guy. Yep. Um but yeah, he looks a lot like Arnold with Arnold's face CGI'd onto him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I guess part of the thing uh that helped this guy, Azar, get cast as the double for Arnold was he actually did a great job of lip syncing to Arnold's lines from the original movies. Mm-hmm. I think oh. it was part of the, I think it was part of his audition process. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> He's built very much like Arnold yeah. used to. Here we have just uh, some minor butt. Time for some. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the PG thirteen for minor butt. It's a it's a it's a subtle there, but I like that he's walking like a robot still. Right. Yeah. There he, too. he you know he just got off the. Uh, just got off the line. Got, yeah. Got yeah. off the ice. Yeah. Yep. So this opening sequence here is a long, known about deleted scene from previous movies where they they find the machine. They know that it's that something's been sent back. I know. I know specifically in um, the second Terminator, there's like, oh, they find a piece of the T one thousand, like, so they know like what's been sent back, what's been sent back, and whatever. Okay. So, but uh, and there's and there's a couple other things within this movie that take are that hark from those deleted scenes from the previous films that hmm. explore some of the themes. Particularly, what I'm talking about is um, Arnold smiling. Yes. Hmm. Yep. Well, and, and from a further overarching theme, the end of this movie really explores the end of Terminator 2's yes. themes, too. Mm. Yep. Right. So I guess they had to film these scenes at NASA because they couldn't find a soundstage big enough anywhere else. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yay, NASA. It's like they're just filming it inside Cerebro. Yeah, right, right. Yep. <laughs> Where are the mutants? So while we're doing this lame-ass time travel thing. What are we drinking today, guys? You brought us uh, something pretty interesting, Max. You brought us Batch 8000 from Shorts. Yep, this um, quadruple IPA with raspberries in it. It marks uh, Shorts' 8,000th batch of beer. So congrats on that. That's quite the accomplishment. Yay, Shorts! Short, Yay, shorts. shorts. Shorts, 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 Shorts. Yep. So uh, this is by far the most alcoholic beer we've drank on the podcast. This comes in at like a 15% ABV. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste that boozy. No. Um, it's got a really nice malt backbone, which I don't you, don't you don't get from a lot of IPAs, particularly, well, maybe from some doubles. Um, mm. A little bit of tartness and sweetness from the raspberries, but uh, how are you guys liking it? Uh, I think it's pretty great um, as, as a quadruple IPA. Uh, there's not a lot of bitterness here, so this is this is nice. The raspberry's good. It's good. It's not overwhelming. I'm liking it. So this is a cool conversation between between John and uh, and Kyle here. I really like that. You can't see the future. Talking about yeah. it, how you knew this was here. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna be the naysayer here. I am not 
thrilled with this. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Elaborate. Mm-hmm. You take another step. Musquaborate. I think that it doesn't all come together. That's fair. I'll, that's fair because I'm not getting a lot of hops from this. I'm not getting a lot of the hop flavors. You get hit with hops very, very, very quickly at the front, but like you said, it's really malty. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's way maltier than I expected it to be. Um, and unlike Ryan, I'm really not getting the the raspberries in it at all. Like this would, if you told me this was just a like a quad Belgian, yeah, I would just believe you. I would, I would also say that I'd, I'd believe that or a barley wine, which when you get up into like those bigger um, double IPAs, the barley wine line becomes kind of a uh, fuzzy. But the thing between the two, the barley wine line, I like the barley wine. That. Line. I'm gonna save that for something. Yep. Yep. So blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go meet your mom. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, you it's been I'm fun talking to you, Dad, but I have to send you through space and time so you can fuck mom so I can exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie does one of those things that, like, makes me laugh about future movies a lot of the time. So, you know, Skynet wiped four billion people off the face of the Earth in a day. Mm-hmm. And these guys are all still running around with, like, somehow managing to find USA Velcro patches to put on their shoulders. Yep. Um. Now, I'm all for being like, woo, yeah, but it's more of a logistics thing that, like, that stuff would just be incredibly hard to come yeah. by. Good <laughs> <laughs> yeah. body armor like, technology has yeah. evolved as well. I mean, he's in he's an ACU uniform right there, basically, and it's like, okay, they're gonna these guys are going to be in, like, rags and whatever else they can find, you know? Yeah. They seemed a little more ragged in the first terminator if i recall correctly so let me let me pose a scenario for you and an ironic repurposing of terminators perhaps they've they've killed but not completely destroyed enough terminators where they can create a small sweatshop where the robots sew them whatever they want (laughs) you know i mean there's there's no evidence to the contrary yeah prove me wrong yeah so that's a good dick you're sending back in time there but yeah, yeah he's he's floating up he's got his arms akimbo He's, He's like literally doing like the Jesus pose. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dad, for giving me that. Doctor Spacetime looking all creepy in the back there. Yep. Yeah. Little little heavy handed Terminator. I don't know. Man of Steel is smirking at how unheavy handed this is. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, you're which right. Is, which is then being looked down upon by the Matrix. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For well, sure. the second two movies. Yeah. I love this. I love this twist. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed this twist the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. So here we had Matt Smith as Skynet, more or less, we'll say. Yep. And um, in Salvation, you had Helena Bonham Carter as Skynet, if I recall correctly. Sort she of. A, she was a, a a programmer who got digitized into being the personality or whatever. The no Skynet would swap its swap its image to suit whatever person it was speaking with. Okay. Yeah. So so apparently Skynet has a thing for being British. <laughs> yes. Also, kind of fitting that they had Doctor Who being heavily involved yeah. in, in the in a, in a time heaviest, travel, a heaviest time travel yeah. uh, Terminator movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they. Uh, it's pretty heavy about this. Yeah, yeah, this is. I I swear I believed this movie was going to have some sort of Genesis thing going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so as we've already kind of mentioned, this is kind of a soft reboot of uh, Terminator movies. So in in that lane, would you, but also with the continuation of the series, mm-hmm. 
Would you rather a movie series get perpetual sequels or would you like it to be rebooted? Not like this one's rebooted, but rebooted like mm, RoboCop. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I, I actually have to think about that, to be honest with you. Okay, we'll D- get back to you. Yeah. Well, well, that's something to think about. We'll, we'll, ruminate we'll, on that. Yeah. Ruminate listeners. on that. And post-movie. We'll, we'll, post-movie, we'll discuss that. Because I don't... That's a... Dog. That's a hard one to answer. I love that. I love that low angle there yeah. of, of seeing the the alleyway. Mm. That's an old old movie angle too. Yeah, like like I was saying, like they shot this like an older movie, and uh, I really appreciate that. Ow. <laughs> like that's that like hurt. a a shot down the alley. That's something you would see in like Burton Batman. Mm. Just butts. Just butts. Butts and burns. Butts and burns and butts and burns. Prior to the movie, there was the warning about it, and uh, was it? Partial nudity. partial nudity showed up, which I I made reference that it should be bootity, <laughs> because that usually just means it's butts, yeah. and mm-hmm. Max referred to it as just butts, which is yeah. way better. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Strong language, gun violence, and just butts. Yeah. <laughs> so this is one of the two Terminator movies rated PG-13, and um, I think it does it very well. It gets in its one fuck coming up in this scene, mm-hmm. um, but other than that... Um, there's nothing like really, really explicit that would make this an R movie, but then also again you have to think about how the the, the standards of ratings in the '80s versus ratings now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, and here we have this the homage to Termin- Terminator One, just yeah. basically a reshot minus Bill Paxton. Yeah. Yep. R.I.P. Bill. Yeah. I don't think he was dead by the time this came out. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe he was in poor health. Dun dun dun. Yeah. But I, rem- I remember, James, you and I went to go see Mad Max. I think that's the first time we saw this trailer, and this reveal was like, oh, yeah, this is interesting. Yes. So, child. like, Old as, Arnold. An, as an idea, like, this movie does some really cool, interesting things. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, um... <laughs> I think that the story goes some cool places. Oh, well, I would say the story I don't like at all. Uh, well... Well, the, the thematically maybe. I uh, no, thematically I like the story, but the threats in spoilers twenty seventeen is just garbage. Yeah, yeah. But um, we'll get to that. Tonally, I this movie overall feels very <laughs> juvenile to me, um, in a lot of different aspects, and I'll I'll kind of bring them up, I guess, as we're going. The um, he. Uh, young Arnold moves like the Hulk. He reminds me of how the Hulk moves mm-hmm. in, yeah. in the Marvel movies. Yeah, a lot of just mass and just unaccustomed to... Yeah. He he, he has a, um, a gate, a gate yes. to him that, you know, isn't natural. Yeah. This movie picks odd spots to, like, be like, hey, guys, look, we paid attention to physics. Like, with the ground crunching under them a moment ago. But then later you've got Arnold standing on a bridge holding up a bus, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't pull him over the side, I guess? I don't know. So part of me thinks that You're they didn't do the headshot because it would have been too violent. I agree with that. If they wanted to keep the PG-13, they couldn't. That That's the one thing they couldn't do. They couldn't have it be as gory or violent. Because by all means, like, the headshot would have been what to go through. Because we don't, from what we've seen in the series, there's no reason to suggest that shooting a Terminator in the heart would kill him. Kill right. It. Well, that's, I think, where kind of the power core is, though, is in the chest area. 
Mm, maybe. Because the CPU is in the head, if I remember. Yeah. But the, the power generation is in is in the chest area. So that kind of makes sense to me. The Obo uh, pants! Yeah. Uh, the thumbs up, another uh, homage mm, to mm. Terminator 2. Yep. This is cool. I like this whole sequence right here. Mm. Yes. Even the way he moves um, is very much like Terminator 2. Yeah. Robert Patrick. Yep. That Patrick, like that's, that that's Young Hun Lee, Robert Pat Patrick played the T one thousand. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Right, even like when he's standing there, if you watch, yeah. he's he's slightly looking down, like oh, Robert Patrick yeah, just does. Like his his stiff kind of yeah yeah. I love I love how he interact uh, how Young Hun Lee um, interacts with objects. Yeah, they they really explore the capabilities of the T one thousand a lot more in this movie. Yeah, they yes, do. I think it's from a technological feasibility they can do a lot more with it. But just yes, we'll 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 get into that. Although that being said, I'm a little disappointed right here. He didn't just put eyes in his feet so we could see where <laughs> where Reese is running around. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, James Cameron is on record stating that like the T one thousand versus T eight hundred design is supposed to um emulate an east versus west design in mechs. Okay. Like the the west of Arnold Schwarzenegger being like the extremely like um, just power. solid power. Yeah. You know, um human human based mm. or muscular or broad uh, bulky while the eastern is supposed to emulate some of Japan's yeah, mechs little, design little more where elegant. it's more sleek. Yeah. Yep. And here we actually see the um that taken to a whole another level with Byung-hun Lee as, you know, a South Korean actor playing the T-1000. Right. Mm-hmm. Paramount had to like go after Nike to make these shoes. Yeah, I, I read a little bit about that before this too. They I wanted the, to the costume designer kind of contacted Nike over and over again just to make sure they could get the correct shoes for the shots, and um, they basically ignored her. Was it her? I think yes, it was, it was her. her. Until Paramount was like, "All right, come on, help us out here," because <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they were worried that people would be like, "Actually, those are the wrong kind was, of soles you put on those things. Yeah. They wouldn't have that." Sh- <laughs> that shoe technology, nineteen eighty four. All right, nerds, pump the brakes. Yes, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> uh, ah, I get it. The silver mannequin things. Yeah. So that that was the obvious thing, but I loved that. this this yeah. idea of it becoming the mirror, which is this is something I wish they probably could have done in T two, but couldn't. It still doesn't look great right there at times. I, yeah, eh. I, I'm gonna be honest. The, the the liquid metal effects in this movie are less convincing to me a lot of the times, and I'm I think it's because it's too reflective in this movie. Also, the sound effects that accompany just about any of the effects, the uh, the visual effects for the T1000, mm-hmm. are extra just like slurpy and stupid. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Kills humans, all of it. So, uh, so watch how he watch how um, the T one thousand drops the gun. It just kind of like lets yep. it fall. It doesn't yeah, which throw is it great. Or, you know, yeah. It just kind of just like loosens its hand or whatever. Yep. It's, it. Yep. It's just very. It's like whatever. I don't need these. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. They, they they do a great job of just emphasizing how unhuman. Or in inhuman, excuse me, inhuman. The 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 T one thousand is. I do like that the, they make sure that he shows that he still has mass. Yes. Yeah, 
I I love that that whole sequence, mm-hmm. but it was in the trailer and it took away from it a whole lot. I agree. That is the biggest fault of this movie because we saw this trailer as we were, as I was mentioning before before we saw Mad Max. I don't know if it was the second one where they spoil the twist in this movie. Oh, this looks so bad. I yeah, it looks really, really, really bad. I don't know. Um, I don't remember the second trailer. All I okay. remember from this trailer is that she says that in the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, I wish that would have been a surprise." Been a surprise, yeah. yeah. And I, I do like that. That's a line delivered by Sarah Connor's character, but I, the delivery of it to me feels bad. It's just like, "Oh, come with me if you want to live." That's the thing I'm supposed to say, right? Yeah. It was not convincing to me. Mm. Well, it's it's always the the first line the savior delivers mm-hmm. so mm. do, 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 exposition what's a, what's, a, what's a Tamagotchi tell me about those yeah <laughs> I can't know any of this because I'm a woman just kicks them out so basically this movie is T1 but with 50% more T2 <laughs> yeah it's this is fun I, I, I like the idea of this movie a whole lot actually yeah Oh, he shoots the door off. Yeah. <laughs> Th- like that's one of those things that yeah, it's a good movie moment, but y- you could have revealed that a whole lot better if you were in that situation. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. Bonk. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna shoot this gun with it under my arm and just dislocate my shoulder. Yeah. Like, guys, 50 caliber Barrett. Jesus Christ. I did not kill him. I think I did what, not. I think that's what that gun is. <laughs> yes. Don't yeah. at me. It looks like a Barrett 50 cal. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck it. I just, he just picks him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold as the Terminator is, he's so good as the Terminator. Yeah. He's also not um, credited as a Terminator in this. He's credited as the Guardian. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know if they credited him as the Guardian or Pops. I think, yeah, I think it's it's the the Guardian. Guardian. The Guardian. Yeah. This movie Uh, should, I mean, here, all right, problem solved. She calls in dragons and they melt the T-1000. (laughs) Yeah. Everything's fine. Skynet is coming. Yeah. So really, no foot, but what we no fate, but what we make isn't a apt line because it's your fate to be the mother of Connor. Hmm. Yeah, but it, the the movie explores. I think it explores that. Like, what level of free will do you have in a world that is that has some preordainedness in it? Right? How can you control the things you can control in your life? Not by much, according right. to this movie. Well, because, I mean, every person has... You only have a sphere of influence that's so large, right? Right, yeah. So if you have someone from a different time or alternate timeline that enters that sphere and knows everything that happens outside of that sphere that you don't have influence over, that's going to be very strange. Yeah. Apparently, this was supposed to be the song that um, Ed Furlong's character was listening to in T2 originally, but then they changed their mind to the Guns N' Roses song. Um, Okay. I forget which one it was. Eh, who cares? Guns N' Roses. Right. Same. Yep. I I I really like Amelia Clark as an actress. I, I really do, but I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't like her portrayal of Sarah Connor 
for most of this <laughs> time. <laughs> that, that's the hilarious. Smiling. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> right there. They need him for the Are teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be hard to really beat out. I can't, God, I'm you, you can't beat Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton, it's, she's that's impossible. So good, but I mean, I, I never watched the show, but but Lena Hetty or whatever her name is, no Cersei, to make another connection mm-hmm. to Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah. plays Sarah Connor, Connor in the TV show, right? And she consistently always pulls off a very strong, just kind of badass female character. Um, but I don't get that from Amelia in this role at all. I mean, she l- looks like Linda Hamilton from a certain angle. They they do a they do it's as the best hair. they can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the hair and the lighting. Um, I I do get the the um I was raised by the Terminator aspect from her, like her toughness that you see more in Terminator Two mm-hmm. in this one. But she still has the fire of youth, and I haven't been institutionalized. Bye. Yep. But um. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm fine with the performance. That's it's it's nothing to to rave home about. Hmm. Um, but none of the actors in this movie particularly are, other than Arnold. Arnold's got some good bits in this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really important thing he just did. The whole the whole story hinged on that plot point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so nitpicking here, but I, I I very much love this. That's a super cool shot. Just the like yeah, collecting just, himself. Yeah, yeah. This is stupid. You don't have to show this in the car after you show the drive-by nope. collect. Nope. nope. Like that. That to me is a great, very, you know, kind of microcosm example of like interesting and su- suggestive filmmaking versus showing too much. It's just that very small thing. Editing. Yeah. Yeah. Ed- editing. What? <laughs> it's a long eye. Read a book. No, it's the best guy who ever. He's he's the guy who invented. The aspect of changing something up. It's Ed Eiding. That's why yeah. it's named that, Max. Dang, dog. Come on. Get woke. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Max is going to put drugs in our drinks the next time. Pours or something. <laughs> yeah. So. Blah, 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 right. blah. So my one, like, I, ah. I enjoyed this movie more than I thought it would. I would actually, I remember watching it the first time. I was like, okay, I enjoyed that more than I thought I did. And I watched it the second time. I was like, oh, it's still pretty decent. Um, Mike just pushes his foot through the floor. Yeah, I need to go fast. <laughs> and but sorry, continue. <laughs> no, it. One of the reasons why I I think I enjoyed Salvation a whole lot was that it told a different aspect of the of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and I because how many times can you tell effectively the same movie? Right. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not the you, same movie. You could, yeah, it's not, but. If the plot structure is very much the same in four of the five movies that are yeah. out, you, it, by the end of this, it gets feeling like okay, yeah, yeah, because it starts off really strong, for sure, for sure. This movie starts off in a very, very strong note, and um, going into this, I didn't know about what's coming after this act finishes. Yeah, to a to, to a certain extent. Yep. Like I thought, like oh, they're back in time. It's the eighties. Yeah. See, like if you listen here, why is it so sloshy and slurpy? It, because it wasn't this like movie's the... made in 27, <laughs> 20, 2015, and filmmaking uh, has changed. Yeah. Do better. Yeah. Yeah. 
Man, she's a bossy lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clunk. So, yeah, again, I uh, or not again, but nitpicking. Terminator, like T-800s are supposed to be in, or, okay, I'm sorry. That was a mistake on my part. I thought that wasn't Arnold. Or I thought that was I thought that was Kyle Reese dragging the Terminator. And I was, oh, the first no, time no, I saw no, it, no, I was like, Arnie. I was like, he they can't do like that. Pounds or whatever yeah, they weigh a yeah. ton of weight. And that's stupid nitpicky nerd eh, nonsense, but. Yeah. But it would have been a good point to make, you know. Yeah. I mean, how can man handle machine? Right. Yeah, and because they've they've established that a lot in the other movies. I think, in mm. fact, there's another in one of the previous movies. Isn't there a point where like a Terminator dies and falls on somebody and they get trapped? Maybe in Salvation that would make mm. sense. Yeah, I think it's just like I can't get this thing, thing that off weighs. Off oh off, yeah, like, back when we have like the really like ugly fat ones. Yeah, <laughs> or less. Yeah, that's a good line there too. Yep. Thirty seconds or less. All right. So when I watched this, this is cool. A couple days ago, not the javelin throwing hand right here. But what's about to happen here? Do, 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 do. Go on, go, go, go. <laughs> I okay. So what happens here? I said, "Oh, that's cool." We are about to see it. I don't know. Takes a bunch ah, of bullets. I can't remember the, the pacing of this fight anymore. Right there, we go. Yeah. When see, I saw, it, I'm like, I'm like, oh, like that is a really cool idea. Right. Of being like, oh, it's the medic of Terminators. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And again, just really exploring the just capabilities of the T one thousand is super cool. Yes. Sure. Like if this movie would have been like, oh, now there's two of them hunting. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been like a cool little eighties action y romp. Right. Yeah. But I mean the CG's not bad on the T eight hundred skeleton, but uh just the animatronics of that were just yeah. so so good. Convincing, yeah. Just like I was like, grenade me, bear it me once. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just, their little legs are so silly. Little <laughs> 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 oh, chicken legs. I'm also curious to know how the T-800 has any idea where Kyle Reese actually is. It's a machine. It's smart and such. I guess. <laughs> Science. Yeah. <laughs> Bang. Yeah. My hand! <laughs> yeah. God, your hand would be fucking yeah, that, excruciating pain. Yeah, just the ringing into your oh, bones yeah. from doing that. Yep. So T-800 is, dis- Don't do is this at uh, all, stopped just. by a fog machine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you about computing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's the 7,000th time we've made that joke on this show. Yeah. This movie is I like weird that. because it's it still uses slow mo in a couple scenes. It's I not feel excessive. Like it's totally falling I don't out think. of favor though, but it's it's yeah. super noticeable. Like you didn't need to have that slow mo and then the punch into the wall. I I think I, I agree. I mean, it doesn't bother me that it's there, but I do think it would have been better if both shots were at normal speed. Um, is is that in slow mo because that's a three D scene? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. That's that's a good point, probably. I think that's why that's in slow mo because the head gets shot off and it comes up into the screen. I can't remember if this was that's a what you a get 3D for, movie for walking underground in Flint. <laughs> Part of me is like, oh no, xenomorphs! Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought of the first time that hit too. I was like, this movie's about to get awesome. I would watch that movie. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been some kind of crossover comic. I know there was RoboCop versus Terminator. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't care if that is complete fanboy nonsense. 
give me a Terminator versus Xenomorph. <laughs> yeah, movie. I don't give a fuck. I will watch that shit. I, I want to see Arnold throw the alien queen across a courtyard. <laughs> right. yeah. I'm pretty sure you can have those armies fight in Stellaris. Mm. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> yeah. Shit. This is a nice little gag. I guess. Shit, yeah. it's the same thing from T2, but I was the double. <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, again, another homage, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or homage or whatever you want to pronounce it. I like the oh, way that hey. she handles this. Homage. Yeah. Shoot him! <laughs> My shoes! Yeah. Nike's like, come on! Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you could have started doing that a lot sooner. All right. She didn't want to kill yeah. her future baby daddy. Hmm. This is an interesting alternative to having him melted again. Yeah. 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 Although, to be honest, I think this would be a less complete way of destruction. But I do like they just that they did something different. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, it it implies that like the individual cells of him are in fact machines and not just goop. So, like, you know, hitting him with, uh, you know, nitric acid or whatever, mm-hmm. like, would actually kill him. But also the scene in, in T2 where the T-1000 is, you know, cast into the molten iron, when he's it's flailing around and just it's more changing between everything that build, it had yeah. mimicked, you know, that's such a cool and kind of terrifying scene, actually. I really like it. Yeah. Put some, some, uh, Rustoleum. <laughs> WD-40. Yeah. Gotta put some Tussin on it. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's just aerosol Tussin. <laughs> tussin in the can. I, I mean, also, that... it's always the right hand of the Terminator that gets all messed up. Yeah. Is that the one he does in T2 yep. with the That's Dyson the family he, house? He, yeah. Uh, flays himself. Mm. It, his hand, though, still doesn't look great. No. Mm. It, and the, I think the reason why I'm bringing this up is that we've watched okay. movies that are <laughs> that that are far older than this that have better CGI st- in it, right? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I completely forgot about that plot point, Ryan. They it, didn't shoot him in the head because they needed a CPU. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Good point. Yep. Take that. Us from 20 minutes ago. Yeah. 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 Dicks. Idiots. <laughs> you guys already watched this movie. I cannot convince you. Oof. Yeah, I'm just not going to comment on any of this. Yeah, Ryan, please <laughs> tell us how this works with EMC. Could my, would my radio well, that, still that, work that, if that, this was on? That's that's easy. It won't. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Shut up, be naked, and travel through time. The, the low-cut top here is a weird... It's unnecessary. Yeah, it's really weird to me. And, and again, yeah. so... Particularly for the character. Yeah, Linda Hamilton's performance was so incredible in T2, but also, like, her... F- her physique is clearly that of someone who has been training like a maniac physically for a long time. Yeah. And that's just not something that um, Amelia Clark has in this movie. But I'm also, I, I wanted to check before we recorded and I forgot because I think, I feel like she had a kid 
recently, and I'm wondering if this was you know pre or post baby. I, I don't know, but I might oh, I might yeah. be wrong. Um, yeah, I'm not I mean, sure. I'm gonna do some quick. No, that was like season four ish Game of Thrones, mm. and I'm not sure. You know, it might be it might be that she's different here because she has a Terminator that's helped protect her. her. So she doesn't need to be super fit. She doesn't need mm. to be like crazy Fair. Linda okay. Hamilton, but. Yeah. But I, th- I think that if you're trying to evoke that character, right, which is what they're clearly trying to do here. They're, tr- they're clearly trying to evoke T2, Linda Hamilton, who is ripped, like yeah, right. crazy, like you said, Ryan. Like, she's, she, she looks like someone who's been working out like a maniac because she worked out like a maniac yeah, absolutely. For so if you're trying to evoke that, it's my thing with this shot is that you, should, you can put her into situations or outfits or – or have her act in a way that is very strong. They have her act in a way that's very strong. Yeah, she acts. Which she's, she's known for being. But she's known Game for being. Thrones. She's a she's a strong, an incredibly strong female lead. She knows what she's doing. She's capable. All that stuff's there. But they still put her in a low cut top, and that's why it yeah. feels really weird. Because it feels weird for the character she is now, and it feels weird for the character they're trying to have her emulate. Also, mm. yeah. yeah. Ah. You could also argue that you know. This is the young Linda Hamilton that we saw in the first one, who's still like in her twenties. Yeah, but she's not. But, but then again, again, she's been you know raised by a machine. So yeah, yeah, raised by a Terminator. Who's then like, again, movie made in twenty fifteen. Yeah, studio requirements, different things. So the um, because it's clearly her and Pops have been fighting Terminators for like this whole time at this point. Yeah. Like this isn't their first rodeo. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. When everything was neon colors, they had the best trapper keepers and what yo-yo balls. Oh, yeah, that's not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings up an interesting point that I thought of about before we started recording this, like five by five minutes. Why doesn't Skynet just go kill Kyle Reese's parents? Uh, you know. This is the typical pitfall of any time travel yeah, storyline. Yeah. <laughs> so do you remember, um, it's not a good movie, uh, but there's two things that Terminator 3 does that I like a whole lot. One they is the ending. kill all of his generals. And then when they go kill all his generals. Like that speaks to that and they play with that and obviously that opens up a whole timeline. Oh, I, I thought you were going to talk about the inflata boob scene with Kristana oh, Logan. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they've already, they, they did explore that, right? Yeah. But there's nowhere else to go. Once you once you break open that Pandora's box, you have like we can kill anyone. I mean, as much as I want to see like the Terminator send some dude back into like the 1920s, <laughs> where they're like <laughs> like the Roaring Twenties version of a, of fighting the Terminator. Yeah, um, because that would be hilarious. Yeah. But <laughs> you know they gotta they gotta stick here and. I guess a lot, you know, you'd think that some of that happens because in a lot of reality, Skynet probably doesn't have, well, when this movie first came out, right? When this movie, when the Terminator series first came out, Mm -hmm. we hadn't digitized the world like we had before. Yeah. Right. So you could probably argue that it, it Skynet could only send things back to when it knows where people are. Exactly. So like in the eighties is when, things like birth certificates and stuff first started showing up in in databases, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't digitize all of Ellis Mm -hmm. Island and all these other things. So from a plot perspective, when this first came out, it really was like, okay, yeah, we'll send you back because we know that Sarah Connor is a person who existed, but we don't know who Sarah Connor's parents are because they were born likely in the the 60s or 50s and their stuff isn't in a computer. Mm -hmm. 
that's that's a really good point i think um also coming up in a moment here is a shot that is super stupid um and just kind of lowest common denominator and i would be less upset about it if they also did it for reese but they only do it for connor and it's just stupid is it stupid with a y Yes, mm. S T Y P I D. That answer your question. <laughs> I, I do like the story here where they're talking about trying to make moonshine and stuff like like it's yeah. fun. Like just trying yeah. to, to to that shot. Make, that shot. No. Oh. I'll, I mean, no, because I mean, Kyle's here without a shirt on. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Fair. No, we'll get into it. Buckle up, buddies. Um, but yeah, I know it's a good story because they're trying to hang on to humanity, right? You know, yeah, things exactly. That, things that are not war and are not Terminators. Yep. They're <clears throat> trying to bond emotionally. Mm. You know, and, and like the two of them are bonding here, but they're bonding through something this, that he doesn't. Oh, yeah. This is Roger Rabbit. Really well, bizarre. And okay, here's fine. Thing, here's the thing, though. Okay. All right. He doesn't know he's supposed to fall in love with her. But what does that have to do with a silhouette of a naked woman's body and not also the man's, or just don't do both? Like I, this is this is totally I unnecessary. Think he's trying to appreciate. It. He's <laughs> trying to sneak a peek without knowing, without being caught. I, I, I think yeah. I I I get the intent of that Fine, shot. I but then do Ryan, it for Reese too. I get Ryan's intent where like it should be the two of them. Yeah. Exploring who each other are. Right. Yeah. Then, you know, have her look at his fucking wangs well, you know, flying around or something. I don't know. Here's the thing. The reason I think it's done as a one-way for that scene is because she knows what she is supposed to do, but is so inherently resistant to it that she's she easily could, you know, take that peek, but is just trying to be resistant to that, quote-unquote, destiny of yeah. her. But then it's it's an interesting idea then from a... If it nar- happens later in the movie, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and from a narrative standpoint of her seeing it, it's more interesting because from my from what I look at it, because then she's like, she is actively resisting it, but she's still dealing with something that's developing, hmm. right? I, the fact that those have rusty uh, 45s and 35s on the sides makes me laugh a whole lot, too. <laughs> That's a pretty cool line. Yeah. yeah. Actually. So one I, of the things I do like about this movie is you get to see someone emotionally bond with the Terminator, which you just start to get the hints of in Terminator 2, and then he's like, I must go now, John. I'm sorry. I understand why you cry, even though it's something I can never do. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So we, we've gotten... I'm more interested in seeing that relationship as opposed to seeing that relationship development development happen. Because it's like, okay, yeah, it's cheesiness, whatever. So I, I, I like seeing that they've established this rapport or whatever that, yeah. you know. Yep. He's They're... the protector, but he's still the machine, and he doesn't, you know, he's still doesn't get all the idiosyncrasies of humans. But you, then, in like five minutes when we see him again... He's got a lot he's, more. He's, he's like, ah, bite me. Yeah. yeah. I, um... 
to speak to that, I actually wish because later on we're gonna get a little bit of a flashback to when he yeah. when he saves her. Mm-hmm. I wish that that whole scene wasn't in the movie. I don't need it. Okay, because the rapport that they have already in this opening sequence here establishes how well of a relation, how good of a relationship they already yeah. have, and how much she loves him and how much she respects yeah. him in the other way. It's just it just doesn't add anything to an already relatively long movie. So this. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but that silhouette reminds me of the uh, the Watchmen couples embrace yeah. shadow. Yep. Okay, yep. from the nuke. Yep. Again, time travel. Time yep. Travel. Well, I guess I'm mm. going to stand around a lot now. Yep. <laughs> I, I sent a uh, a document to my intern that was uh, um, formatted really badly that I pulled off of a website, and he. Uh, complained to me about how badly it was formatted which was a fair complaint and then i sent him the website with the rest of the for- rest of the documents that are all formatted poorly with these with the thing of uh i am ozymandias king of kings look upon my mighty works or my works mighty and despair <laughs> he was just like no these are all bad <laughs> the the car is getting exploded is cool yeah, yeah the effect like, looks cool uh, ow. Yeah, ow butt hurt Yeah, so this movie's able to do just butts tastefully. Yep. Yeah, pretty well. Like, there's no reason that this movie had to be R. I think it just does tons of cool things with with being PG-13. Yep. I, I, I agree, but I, I miss from the first two movies a lot of the, the just the menace that is conveyed um, through the violence that, that occurs. <laughs> Uh, well, that gets it so that's an interesting, interesting thing to bring up. And I think that's because um, at that point, Terminators are they're alien to us. We don't know a lot about, about them, mm-hmm. which I read an article today about why The Thing is still one of the best, if not the best horror movie. It's because you don't know a damn thing about the alien. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's that's an alien so that copies things. That's it. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to Alien, where we've gotten two prequels. Yeah. And unnecessary sequels where it's just like, okay, yeah, Xenomorph, Acid Blood, Space yeah, Huggers, blah, 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 Space Rape. Well, I mean, that's another series that I think suffers from the same problem that Terminator has started to suffer, which is that it's the same movie over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Yes. But with both this movie and Alien Covenant, there's been a, um attempt to reel the series back in to what they originally were lauded for. But they still are the same movie. I never said they were good. <laughs> I said there's an attempt to bring them back to form. Yeah, because I, I succeeded. I just watched Alien Covenant, which, uh, spoiler real quick, if you don't want to hear it, ends the exact same way as Alien and Aliens, hmm. where they Ooh. launch the alien into space. Yeah, I mean, I really don't want to oh, watch oh, yeah, that yeah. movie. Yeah. I, I just don't. I was thinking more of what happens... After they launch the alien into space, that's I mean that's cool, but again, like it's still the same movie. Oh yeah, yeah, and and that's my biggest issue with this is that they tried to do something different, but at the same time we're like, well, what if we made Terminator? Right. Yeah, like you you don't you don't need to. I, I I to speak to a, a different soft reboot that I think both all, all three of us enjoy, Casino Royale. Yeah. Now, let, we don't need to talk about all the things that came after it because they mm-hmm. didn't really cap, ever capture that all that well again. Some movies they did, some movies they didn't. Mm-hmm. 
But Casino Royale does so much that other Bond movies didn't do while still capturing some of the feel of Bond. Here's the scene yeah. I don't think we need. So she says the T-1000 came to kill her dad. I like how he, I like the look of the, uh, of his double. Yeah. Yeah. The T-1000 that came to kill her dad, I think, was the boat. Like, the boat just came alive and killed him. Was it the same T-1000 that they were fighting in the 80s? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Hmm. Um, but it just, you're looking for, like, okay, what what are what new ground are we treading here? Yeah. We're not. Yeah, so it's interesting. One of the thoughts I had when I watched this movie for the first time the other day was, the whole movie is almost like a uh, a Ben's dad or a Batman's parent situation. Like I'm kind of tired of seeing this oh, on uh, the silver Peter, screen. Peter Parker's uncle, you mean? Peter Parker. Yeah, Uncle Ben. Yeah, Uncle that's ben. what I meant to say. Sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, Uncle Ben or, or you know Batman's parents being killed. Like, yeah, I've seen this so many times already. I just I don't know. It's, so it's so familiar that it's become boring. So, so someone I follow on Twitter made a supercut of every time Batman's parents get killed. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So like nine hours long. If this wasn't a soft reboot and instead was them saying, hey, we're not going to make any Terminators again ever. Mm-hmm. I think this movie has a different feel to it. Yeah. Because you're like, OK, yeah, they made another Terminator, but this is kind of a big, wet, sloppy kiss to the uh, to the good Terminator yeah. movies. Right. I don't think it makes it a good movie, but I think you walk into it kind of with a different well, idea. I, I didn't know about the potential sequels to this until I started watching this and was looking into like, OK, what's this movie's like gory backstory? And then I'm like, oh, OK, yeah, because you can see it kind of mean like the fact that they moved them up to 2017. Yeah. Like, OK, they're doing something. If they would have left it in the 80s and now it's Terminator 2, Terminator 1, but different. Yeah, I would have been like, OK, but yep. I really enjoy J.K. Simmons. Yes, yep. I do too. Last scene, Spider-Man three. Hmm. Uh, quick aside, he is a you Michigan have... treasure. Yes, he is. If you haven't seen Whiplash, it's very good. Which oh, I'm sure it's I, so I recommended good. before, but it's it's a great movie, mostly because of J.K. Simmons. Super. I have not seen Whiplash. Oh, so. he's super good in it. Yeah, have he. You watched, have you watched? Speaking of movies that two of the three of us have seen, have you watched Lucario yet? Uh, it might still be in the wrapper. So, okay. <laughs> Boo! Set her on fire. See if she burns. Yep. <laughs> the unburned. Bluetooth and while he's surgery in. Yeah. So, so this movie came out in 2015. <sighs> If this technology came out today, people would be like, no, we are not linking everything together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yes. also, we see um, young Kyle Reese get the tablet, which is like, oh, you're going to have Genesis, Genesis when it comes out. What 10-year-old is going to get excited about an app or software that's going to link together all of his stuff? Mm. Yeah. Know. I mean, he, I'm he, 29, and I wouldn't be excited about that. I'm not 29 yet. I, but, I mean, kids just like opening shit. I, yeah, this is true. <laughs> yeah. I also enjoy opening shit. <laughs> this guy looks like overweight Carl Urban. Or Urban, however the hell you say Urban. it. I don't know. Taika Waititi in the director's commentary for Ragnarok said he prefers to be called Urban. So I don't know if that was a joke or not. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Because no one can tell with Taika. Yeah. I thought that the uh, the cop looks like a 
slightly blurred version of uh, Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> That's interesting. Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> or if um, I don't know who the actor who played Al Borland from Home yeah. Richard <laughs> Karn. Richard Karn. Richard Karn. Karn never weight. forgot it. <laughs> Richard Karn. That's how time works. Thanks, JK. Yep. Yeah. It, it. This would be so weird, though. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't absolutely. it? Yeah, he's like, I like that. He's like, yeah, he does that exactly. Huh. Well, that makes sense. I I feel like we missed an opportunity with the T-1000 to watch Reese get cut into pieces. I feel like there are jokes there. (laughs) Womp womp. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very sincere growl. Yep. You're high. You're drunk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this fake fight they have here. Yeah. Yeah. Take me to Rust and Rose. No touching. The TV show? I got to go write more bad shows. Oh, oh boy. No, um, Seth MacFarlane shout out. Uh, actually, um, his Star Trek joke show is pretty darn good. When Orville? He, Orville is good. When, You've been back and forth on that since it came out. No, he it's good when he's not being Seth MacFarlane. Mm. If that, if you understand what I mean by that, sure. When yeah. he's not being Seth MacFarlane, or when the show is not being Seth MacFarlane? No, he he direct <laughs> or he's stars in the show. I know, I know. Yeah, okay. so when his character is being the the character he can be and the Star Trek kind of foil, it's good. When he's just being like haha joke guy, mm-hmm. it's not good. Mm. That makes sense. Anyway. Like another Seth, Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah. I watched his hilarity for charity special on Netflix mm-hmm. yesterday. Oh, okay. Um one too many dick jokes. Okay. The last one is like, oh God, Sounds really? Like... But this is a, a this is a reveal. Because I yes. don't remember seeing have seen this in a trailer okay and you're so, like oh you're like what well, this isn't the reveal well, it's a reveal it's a reveal well okay so we'll we'll get we'll get to it when we get to it because it's not far away but no. yep it, you know also I'm, in this shot it's clear sorry just real quickly that Amelia clark is like what five foot even that they show later on yeah she yeah. is a short human hmm. uh you should know that he's a terminator immediately because he's wearing a squared off tie <laughs> yep. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler yep. alert, motherfuckers. This is a nice little tie. Danny Dyson, son right. of Miles Dyson from Terminator 2. Yep. And that's just something that the, the second movie did so well was just, like, emotionally, the whole scene where, where Sarah Connor's just attacking the Dyson family was just crazy. Yeah. Crazy in the original movie. Bitch be gray. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Jensen and Burt. Jensen and Burt. <laughs> They've got their own, you know, buddy cop sideshow going on. Yeah. Jake Tim is like, Just let me tablet. Ha- let me tablet harder and faster. Yeah. Old Arnold. Yep. Uh, apparently, that's just his hair. Apparently. It is, yeah. He, he yep. just stopped dyeing it. Yep. Good old Arnie. I don't know how it's yeah. going to... You guys ever see an anime called Summer Wars? Mm-mm. Nope. It's basically like 
what if Nintendo made a social network that, like, all of, like, utilities and stuff and banking were, like, integrated into, and then, like, someone drops a virus in it? Mm. Huh. Um, it's it's very cutesy and, and such, and uh, has a lot of good feels to it, but um, mm. it was just... I don't know. It's 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 a movie that explores the 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 uh, the horrors of the interlinked system, um, without it being like apocalyptic. Hmm. Okay. Uh, pretty well. Interesting. That is a tiny town in Texas, by the way. So really? that's a really weird call out to hit on that. Hmm. Clint Dempsey of the U.S. Men's National Team is from Nagadoshes, Texas. Hmm. Which is the only reason I know about Nagadoshis Texas. <laughs> also, that's a really fun word. Nagadoshis. Super califabulistic. I live in Nagadoshis. <laughs> Dude, open your damn mouth. He wouldn't look this ugly. <laughs> yep. That ought to buff right you out. You an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> you sound like shit. <laughs> I'm mad that you're my mom. Yeah. I will never not get used to Amelia Clark with brown hair. Or not yeah. white hair. Uh, yeah. Too many negatives in that sentence. No, not ain't, isn't brown blonde. Move. Yeah. Move. Move. I got to move it, move it. I mean, you could just put her in your pocket and run. <laughs> I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not making fun of her. It's just it's a stark contrast to just everybody else yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Well, they all are all tall. Yeah. Yes. But I feel like 2015 was the first time that we really, as a culture, started looking at this as a theme. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a for a long time, like from for a couple of years now, people have been talking about like the internet of like nonsense. Where mm. It's like, why is your toaster connected to the internet? Right. Like as hilarious as it is that your toaster will toast the day's weather into your toaster. Right. Like you don't need that. And, yeah. And I think what really keyed off on a lot of it is the fact that all of those things have the basic like Bluetooth code of zero, 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 zero. Mm-hmm. So all that stuff's been weaponized now. Yep. Right. I think right. that's, but that was the turning point was when that stuff, stopped being nonsensical and whimsical and turned into something that was dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And unless you were, like, even if you were mildly tech-savvy, you could have an idea of it, but Mm -hmm. most people to that level weren't. They didn't understand where where that could go. Yeah. Because when you tell someone all all their Bluetooth passwords are the same, it's like, okay, why? Why do I care about that? Mm -hmm. But, you know, try to explain a botnet to somebody and you're not going to... Try to explain yeah. a botnet to your grandma and see how far that takes you. Mm-hmm. Or blockchain. Yeah. And that's probably... It's 2015 also, I think, is the part where we started hearing more and more things about how, like, you can do less and less work in your car because of all the computer stuff in it. Yeah. And, um, like, services on, like, tractors or whatever. You have to, like, call a John Deere guy with the USB drive. Yeah. Which, mm. fun fact that I just, ha- that I just happened to know, Ukraine is, like, the hub of, like, black market tractor technology because it's the Kansas of Europe. Huh. There, um, there's a very large Supreme Court case going on right now about that, actually, about the about tractor uh, software and, and repair methodology. Hmm. 
do you think that tractors murdered a bunch of people after Judgment Day? Judgment Day in probably this movie? Judgment it's not Maximum up. Overdrive. <laughs> yep. It probably was pretty similar <laughs> in some aspects. Yep. The shotgun in the bear. I, I like I like that. The callback. Because the, it calls back the, to the, earlier in the, the movie. Moses. Yep. Yep. Ah! It wouldn't matter. You could just have a kid and be like, hey, guess what? You're going to get shot. Watch yep. out. Right. <laughs> Wear a vest. Yeah. Let him go. Arnold looks good with gray hair. Let yes, my people go. <laughs> but he's just got to stop dyeing his eyebrows. Speak. Say something. As with all movies, if you just said a word, things yeah, could get yep, solved yeah. here. How have they been in the parking lot this long, just unassailed by... Yeah. Okay, Security. Yeah. so this was the twist they spoiled in the second trailer. I okay, I don't oh, remember okay. that. Yeah, I remember seeing this the scene in the second trailer where they show like him stand back up and be all machiney and being like, "Well, I don't need to see this movie now." Yeah, the director Alan Taylor was like, "Don't do this." Oh, really? Marketing was like, "We need to ensure people it's not a reboot of the first movie." Who cares? The first movie's marketing good. apparently. Yeah, that's always been an interesting aspect of Hollywood that I've wondered a lot about. Like, for exactly those reasons, spoiling really important or entertaining stuff yep. against the director's will. Yeah, yeah. I do like that. After he got back up, he healed the facial scar. Yeah, yeah. Which which begs the question, though. In this time, <laughs> of <Jeff. laughs> goddamn time traveling robots going with the goddamn tracks. <laughs> which begs the question. All right, so he just healed his facial scars. Um. But in this timeline, he's been like developing stuff with the Dysons. He's like he's a functioning member of society. Yeah, have they all been? Have they all come to know John Connor as having that scar, or did he just reapply no, the he, scar as he met? He reapplied the scar to infiltrate with with John Reese because John knows them as like, right. Hey, I mean, the fucked I, up face. I get yep. that logic, but the movie doesn't really explain that that's what he does. This is you brutal right here yeah. too. By the way, when they show everybody's I don't, I don't dead think in the room. They, Again, it's part of the show and tell thing. Like, yeah. I don't think it needed. Sh- I think that that's implied because you see him talking with Dyson later, and, and his face is normal. Fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So, I like this cut because he's he's actually menacing. Skynet is menacing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like the him just walking through the room full of everybody like else bodies. dead is amazing. That's mm-hmm. like such a cool, quick shot. Yeah, and to speak to Max's point, it's from a low angle. It speaks yeah. back to those old shots. Mm-hmm. Back when people were showing feet in a non-creepy way. Yeah. <laughs> it, okay, so I, I get narratively why this would happen, but he, they should not have had him touch Sarah Connor hmm. because this, this whole thing, right? He can touch, he can touch them and make them like him. Yeah, right? he can. He, he hugs her earlier. Mm-hmm. From an, from a movie logic standpoint, it makes no sense why he wouldn't just walk in the room and be like, "You're a robot. You're a robot now." Mm. Yeah, right. D- he should have met them from, well from a distance. He's, or he's still he's still him. He's not like I am a cold emotionless machine. The so o- I don't know. The I only don't know. he wants to actually live with them. I don't. I don't know. The only thing that that speaks to me a little bit is what Skynet says there, right? He says, "I am I'm Skynet, 
and he said, well, no, we killed you. And he says, you killed an army of slaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that, that to me that speaks there is that this version of John and the, and the Skynet that spoke to him oh, is yeah. saying the only, <laughs> the, the way that I want oh, yeah. to live in the future is with people who have accepted these things, right? Sure. I don't want people turned into robots just to make them slaves to yeah. me. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Myth that confirmed. Thing, okay, that thing would not bounce off those walls. It would go Correct. straight through. Right. Those things will go. Those pressurized cylinders will go through uh, cement yep, cinder yep. blocks. Like I said, myth, wall. myth confirmed. Yep. This is a fun scene. I, I like the, the MRI scene. Well, just this whole brawl <sighs> inside the building. Yeah. So, I was thinking about the action scenes in 2017, and this one I like. It's close quarters. It's in a confined space. So it works for yeah. the movie. Yeah, you say 2017 in reference to the movie's timeline. The movie yeah. timeline. Yeah. Not yep. not not yeah. yeah, whatever. 2017 in movie timeline. There there are a lot of it's a lot of close close shots, um tight corners, tight sets. Um but later in the movie there's a, all the scenes are outside. They're bigger scaled, they're bigger scope, and I don't like them. And mm. I think that's because of just these movies. These movies work better when you have a small, like, it is a single individual hunting you. It works better on a more personal level as opposed to the larger macro scale. I love that shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a cool effect. That's such a cool effect. Yeah, no, I. I it, it's the same way that um, vampire movies work so much better in, in confined spaces, right? Because it, it's a intimate hunter yeah you can't escape it it's not a feral hunter or something like that like this is a smart thinking machine whereas like a werewolf a werewolf works far better in a open space idea because it's it's you and the nature throughout the yeah yeah but um i'm experiencing discomfort yeah (laughs) so that to speak to effects that effect looks really good yeah the particle technology on the the nanobot stuff works perfectly (laughs) <laughs> or looks looks it looks good. Yeah, I part of me really wishes they would have just kept up kept this whole thing up through the whole movie. That I want to see was the like movie where minute, it's just it's just two the, minutes too late to everything. Geez, two minutes too late to everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's that, the entire movie, like the whole movie, like he never ever meets up with them again. Yeah, that would have been good. And then uh, they talk to him about what's going on at the end, like the news crews talking yep. to him, and, then, and they're just <laughs> like, like, "Can well, you confirm any of this?" A he's machine like, from the eighties, yeah. <laughs> came back and brought a new department store. <laughs> Exposition. Mm-hmm. Yep. Machine phase matter. Tell me yeah. more. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to question why both the T1000 and the T John Carter go back in time <laughs> yeah doesn't matter um i i like the, f- the even they're still talking in like machine phrases maximum combat utility yeah the swiss army terminator mm-hmm. yeah science trust us yeah yeah <laughs> But I'm from the future. That's speciesist, Reese. <laughs> Man. Ooh, shit. Time to kill my kids. So how have you guys liked this beer since we've been drinking it? 
Ryan and I are both done. Um, I mean, it's good. I like it. I mean, I'm not crazy about it. Yeah, but I like it. It's a nice little treat. I would I, say. I don't think I'm as disappointed as James, but it's it's. I'd give it like a three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at that nice clean face, no scars. So yeah. good old Johnny C. Yep. So presumably because um, Arnold destroyed all of the surveillance equipment, that's why they don't know that that he is a robot now, right? Robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What, what, what were you saying there, James? You kind of so either my mind just kind of went. <laughs> no, no, those like I'm not quite sure what those laser bots are doing. Do that matter? Besides, uh, like sort of making human shapes. I think it's supposed to be sort of like a magnetic field generator, which is kind of making them in human shapes, just to show the trying to do it. I think it's show. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious what they're setting it up for. Yeah, I get that, but like from a utility standpoint it doesn't make any sense although this is silicon valley where they yeah silicon valley will i've written down here silicon valley will be the death of us all (laughs) it's basically like we're making a time machine because we can yep (laughs) Mm -hmm. yep and that right there too (laughs) boom i have more chin than man (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just because i i've just been liking seeing him in more stuff lately i would have liked to have seen michael b jordan in this role as danny dyson mm. yeah yeah uh, this is our generic hand wavy app that does all the things yeah yep. why is johnny cochran selling software <laughs> <laughs> the actor playing danny dyson is dio okini who is from uh nigeria Okay. I. Oh, and that's Court. The older gentleman is Courtney Vance, who is playing Miles Dyson. Which they never actually say that. That's yeah. Who that is, but. They kind of hint at that, right? Yeah, they do. They they nudge at it. Yeah. Um, I ne- I never made that connection watching this. I'm like, oh, it's just another executive. Ah. This is a very progressive Silicon Valley. Hmm. I uh. Again, maybe nitpicking, but I'm also bummed that John Connor's just he doesn't look at all physically capable of being in any sort of combat. Nope. Looks like he's trying to just like have an orgasm with that machine console. I mean Yeah. Oh. If you have an orgasm machine, you use it. <laughs> no, he's like touching it and yeah, being like I know. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Binary code. Give me them sweet zeros and ones. Give me just a nibble. Okay, how about a bite? <laughs> Like coding like a, terms, like a megabyte. Mm-hmm. Mm. My nibble is so a thing. So this movie goes it's from true. like time travel to shenanigans to the integrate everything threat, which is like a huge, like disconnect. I don't know. <laughs> I do like that. Can he make jokes? Yeah. <laughs> it's just I don't know. Like this, the threat of this movie. I don't know. I, I think, like, the Terminator movies have been around for, like, 30-some years now. So they have to keep upgrading what is the what is the, the technological threat, you know, mm. throughout these throughout these series. And we've gotten to the point where this is the, the threat now, and it's just, it's boring. Yeah, time travel still looms over all of it, though, right? Yeah, but, like, the Integrate Everything horror story, like, it's... Maybe it's maybe I should be scared that that's not scary. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. God. Do you guys Is find this gun? like it's supposed to be endearing, but it's that he's kept all the photos and the drawings? But it seems really sad. There's, yeah, because he misses her. Like, there's there's some moments. Okay, all right. So I took those drawings in the completely different direction. I took those that he was making those drawings. No, <laughs> no. I like that. My God, <laughs> that's way better. I, I do like this masculinity <laughs> off they have here. Yeah, like like the idea that he, okay, you listen to all these things and he has pictures of her and he's trying to like become more human, right? So the thing that he saw her do was draw pictures of the two of them. So he tried to do the same. So he that, tried to do the same. I really, that's a really interesting theory because that paper is not yellowed or old or anything. It's new paper. Nah. Mm. It's, it's also the, I don't know. It hasn't been it's, that It's got the long. weird filter It's only right been now. 23. I do like this. This is like the second or third time we've seen him kind of yeah. arthritis out. Yeah. Yeah, it's only been, you know, 33 years, Ryan. Eh. <laughs> no, it's, it's been more because it's 40-some right. years because it was like the 70s when he first appeared. No, 84 to the, where no, the drugs. No, he showed up 10. Oh, oh the, yeah, paper, the paper. The paper. Oh, that should have been like the T. Arnold. Hmm. Yeah. T. Arnold. So, Arnold, <laughs> I, I know the answer to this to this quandary, but I also wonder if he ha- Arnold has all these things in this bunker not for himself, but for Sarah, so that when she gets here, she can see these other things and feel more comfortable. And it's more of a tactical move from him to make her feel better than it is to feel him feel better. Yeah, make him feel better. I know I that's not what it is, but I think, but I think like, that's a possibility. A, no, I think it's a possibility, it's a possibility for sure. Possibility also in the uncertainty of what the future has to hold. Uh huh. Because you imagine yeah. that, like, he's obtained these weapons over thirty years or yeah. whatever. So it's like, well, now I need to get these new flechette rounds or whatever. Well, I only can get that in a twelve gauge. Well, you know. Hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. This is this is her comfort zone, right? Like, yeah. th- she's she's been a effectively she's been she a mercenary by a man with a bazooka yeah. yeah her her whole life so if she comes back she doesn't have to exist in the future as it exists right now she can exist in her bunker that she knows yeah. of right yeah yeah everyone dies you bitch <laughs> specifics <laughs> But but seeing the 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 Terminator or the Guardian, you know, develop a or have this fondness and, a, and attention to um, a host, we'll just, we'll just say, mm. is something that you know was vaguely touched on in Terminator Two that we never got to see explored further. We mm. never got to see it in Terminator Three because it ends with him destroying himself again. Yeah, he's more friendly in Terminator Three though. He's more trying to build a rapport in that one while he's around. Yeah, because we've already seen. Well, we you don't want him to be the same um, Arnold that he was in the previous one. Yeah, but you don't. I mean, I get what you're saying. You don't have like the decades of him being like a human right here. But they. Yeah. This isn't the first time we've seen them take the Terminator and make him more like a buddy guy. Yeah, yeah. But I. This is my favorite of the buddies. Yeah, he plays a really good role in this for sure. Because also, well, it's also it's. He's been the father figure for 40 years. Mm-hmm. In which, in you know, the second m- movie, he's obviously the, the surrogate father to uh, 
Yeah, but he's, he, he's only around for yeah, a couple days a or bit. whatever. Yeah. Yep. And Sarah's monologue is, you know, and she sees that, you know, that, you know, he, he like, what what you say, like, he'll never come home drunk, he'll never yell at him, he'll never hit yeah, him. Ne- yeah, he'll never hit him. Yep. Always watching, always protectful or whatever. And, you know, he, and he'll die for him. Blah, 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 blah. Fate, time, travel, predetermined yeah. existence. Blah, 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 well, blah, blah, blah. I mean, they're exploring the concepts here. I'm okay I with know, it. I know, but... I'm, re- I'm okay with it. I forget. Did they explain how John found them? Yes. Yes. Mm. Right here. Yep. Um, did you honestly think... Blah, 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 blah. Doop, doop, doop. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah, himself... Yeah. She I told remember. him where it was. In the future... Hmm. Like he's made of graphene. I hmm. I like the the rebuild sequence there because it actually rebuilds him like he's a human being. Yeah, yeah it rebuilds the, 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 the bones and then the first, muscles and then the muscles and yep, yep. It, it's it's a weird, um, it's a weirdly similar situation to the what is it the the TX model or whatever from the third movie because it's supposed to be you know. The, liquid it has metal liquid metal, plus the... it's got, like, machine stuff in it. Yeah, yeah it can change its hands into, yeah. like, yeah. blades and shit. Be like a smart bomb. Because that's what, in the second movie, John Connor's like, well, why does it just turn into a bomb and come blow me up or some bullshit? It's like, well, it doesn't have smarts. Yeah. Makes I'm going to fool you by looking like my future self. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to get all emotionally attached like a meat bag. Right. I got my scars again. Uh, John has a small mouth. This guy has a big head. Yeah. He blinks a lot. Blink, blinkity blink. It's very dry in this bunker. Yep. Yeah. Oh my guns! There would just be so many rounds going off. <laughs> yeah, this would be a very unpleasant bunker. <laughs> I looked like Amelia Clark in that shot. Yeah. I don't know if that was a stunt double. (laughs) 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 I think this is also a little bit more jokey than all the other Terminators. I you know, I haven't seen the movie. The movie, I mean. I haven't seen three in in so so long. long, I saw three in theaters the day it came out, and I don't think I've seen it since. Yeah, Mm. but it's the only reason I I won't I'm not I don't no, can't say for sure is because of that because I remember that movie being really off. Yeah, I mean it was I it was cool because I was like, yeah, sweet, uh, you know, a, a female Terminator, and then it was just they did the wrong things. Yeah, yeah. That was a good shot of him walking out mm-hmm. on fire. Yeah. I hate school. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Jin? Should we go yeah. after them? <laughs> I wonder if he hears a, a small whoosh every time he turns his head because of the, of the wind resistance. Yeah. <laughs> it's a plot device. Yeah. It's a handheld so plot I device. I originally thought it was supposed to be like a, I'm fixing my hand. Mm. Oh, okay. Like, you know. Like oh, a, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Like a, like a wrist support kind of thing, you know? Like the robot version of those nonsensical copper bracelets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought it was. Pew, 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 pew. 
this is working just as well as the uh, T eight hundred worked in the, earlier in the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. A little less good. I can't see through metal. Help! <laughs> just shoot all the waste all your bullets. Yeah. Uh. All right, they're on the bridge. Officer Boyle here. <laughs> dun, dun. So there are what maybe two times in this whole movie where the the uh, really well known Terminator score kind of swells in at the beginning and I think at the end, as far as the music. Yep. And I'm actually okay with that because for me that <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah. and that, that, that's that, another that was, recurring that line. Shot. Yeah. Is get out right? Yep. Yep. Um, because. The the score from the first two movies, especially the second one, is so, to me, iconic. I'm glad that it's in this movie less because I don't think it deserves to have it be throughout the there, film. Okay. Yeah, there there is such a big difference in the soundtrack in, in, between one and two because of the just the time difference between the two, when those two movies were shot. Um, Terminator 2 being like the much more like mm, cinematic um, yeah. kind of. With like the horns and whatnot. Well, the first one it's a lot more like electronic and it's you know mid eighties, so yeah. it's got that you know kind of new wavy almost kind of feel to it. Yeah. But. <laughs> so, um, oh, I I know you know inertia is a thing, but if you pulled is your it? foot off the off the gas in a school bus i i don't think that it would continue accelerating down the mm. down the bridge yeah. <laughs> you never know this was an actual future. shot i know that they actually did this this is a live shot really oh yep. wow they actually flipped the school bus eat it christopher nolan yeah the dark knight shot yeah no i don't know about that shot. i don't think they tore up that much concrete on no a- on the I know Golden Gate Bridge. I know they. What well, actually... call the, 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 the 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 wire just this, cuts through. Yeah. yeah, the tension wire is just like. Yeah. They actually did flip the bus. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a hell of a stunt, man. Yep. Good on you, movie. And, and again, just practical practical effects are always better than computer effects, almost always. Yep. Ugh. This I've... feels like a Spider-Man movie. Mm. Yep. Or Jurassic Park too. Yeah, that's how I usually felt on buses to begin with, or in general. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Look at me. This is obvious green screen. <laughs> it's still cool though. The little flip thing was cool. Yeah, I love this. Yep. And the car still going. The that's still awesome. Going. Yeah, the weird little slow mo there. That like, Spider John, Spider John. Yeah. <laughs> That when you're talking about menacing right there, Max, yeah. I think that's doing a cool, cool aspect of him being menacing, right? I, yeah, it's when they do well. Yeah, when you see them do things that normal humans can't do, right? That's super menacing, and and not in a comedic way, like Arnold flying through the the windshield. Through the windshield. Yeah, like this makes no sense as to why Arnold just doesn't topple forward. What's keeping him from going that direction? He's a machine. <laughs> Get that. There you go. Yeah. Done and done. And look at that bad green screen. Hmm. Yeah, that splash is not great. Oof. Yeah. That's rough. 
Mm-hmm. I like this uh, assessment coming up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like the little <laughs> probability thing. <laughs> Two adult males and a preteen woman in leather. <laughs> I like the cops theme. Just, yeah, and th- this like that's yeah. actually a great <laughs> shot because there's so much of the frame. <laughs> that's Need great. Need the further T. <laughs> I call that a lazy eye. Mm. (laughs) He wouldn't know what keys are. (laughs) I don't know this man who also has my fingerprints. Why would you bring a child in for this? (laughs) Just happens to be named also Kyle Reese. No, no, he doesn't. No, 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 he doesn't. Not at all. That you're guy's discount Wayne Rooney. You're, you're very un Jai Courtney like. <laughs> yeah. At first, I thought he was Wayne Rooney. Hmm. <laughs> that that's Beated a fun a little call right there where he's messing with them for what happens here in like two seconds. Yeah. yeah. Same Homeland Security guys. Yeah, that dude fixed his eye yet? Lurch. Jeez. That then he he doesn't speak English. I like that too. Yeah, because mm. he didn't. Well, mm. pretty much did. Pretty much inter- didn't. Terminator. Yep. Sixty-four ah. words. Or there's three. <laughs> Crank. Whoa. Whoa. I like how it's the chain <laughs> on the handcuffs that snaps, and not like the ring comes off of yeah. the table. Yeah. Uh oh. What a twist. Yeah. Yep. Mm. crunch. That's a a good little switch. This is a good switch with all the the police station yep, police sirens. Terminator on. One again. All these kinds of things are great because they're they're callbacks that you don't <laughs> have to understand. Yeah, right. right? But it, it just it it feels very much in the vein of one and two and one and two. The highway chase up until the bus went off the bridge, and it's like okay, yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. Put a napkin on that wound. Thanks, time traveler lady. Yeah. All right, go. I'm just going to push you down the stairs. It's faster. (laughs) Yeah. Even in this shot, that tiny kid is taller than she is. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> basically the same size. Um, and we see here we have mm. the water going mm. down the hand. Yeah, I think it's going to go this way, but will it? No, yeah. it goes the other, and that's 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 chaos theory there. <laughs> you do plan to have dinosaurs on on your dinosaur toy? I really hate that man. <laughs> that line inter- is so yeah. well delivered. Yep. A lot of interjections into a much better movie. Yeah. So I, I want to talk a little bit just about chaotic internal action sequences like this. The uh, the movie, the, the second movie, 
when Sarah's being broken out of the asylum or whatever, mm-hmm. the the again the <laughs> <laughs> again the, the just the feeling of menace and the ominousness of the Terminators in that whole scene I think is enhanced because a lot of the people you see enhance enhance that are injured or killed by the Terminators or by Sarah are people that you've the movie has built a little bit of character development with just just a little bit mm-hmm. you've got the doctor guy you've got a couple of the the nurses they it's it's a smaller group of people that interact overall but you interact it's it's a quality over quantity thing i guess yeah yeah so it adds a little more gravity to the stuff that happens is i guess what i'm getting at yeah cuz th- this movie starts to fall into like the whiz bang big sequence here yeah. like the helicopter chase here as opposed to a much more intimate the, and that's fight what exactly inside, what i was fight inside the building earlier, yeah. like oh yeah they're in that confined space mm-hmm. you know it it the there aren't a lot of cuts in the action scenes yeah Okay, bye. But, yeah. Pow, pow, pew, 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 pew. Bang, bang. So we we missed a, I think we were talking over a line earlier when uh, J.K. Simmons talked about having a weapon, you know, to blow door to blow doors yeah, magnetic down. Entry yeah, magnetic entry route. Yeah, it was. But and he says, was... you know, for those who can't do it themselves, I guess uh, that was an ad libbed line from J.K. Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm ready. I'm 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 waiting for like a Dark Knight theme to start playing mm. here. Bum yep. bum 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 bum. Yeah, he got up. He got bum, that helicopter bum, up quick. Yeah. Yeah. Part man, part helicopter. <laughs> yeah, like this is so. This feels so out of place for the rest of the movie. Yeah, they, yeah. This is when I started checking out of this movie because mm. I mean, like the for as kind of silly as the bus sequence becomes, it starts off pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's a highway chase. We've seen those. Yeah, it and works. just something that I noticed watching Terminator Two for, with Kayla for the first time a couple months ago, there are some super short shots of the T-1000 in a helicopter when he's got four arms, for those of you who may not have noticed that, because it is only a scant few frames that show it. Yeah, you showed that to us. It's yeah. really it's, cool. I had never noticed that. Yeah, he's got so, two piloting the chopper, then he's got guns. So speaking of which, Terminator, Terminator 2, both R-rated movies, but both movies I definitely knew about when I was under the age of 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. I had seen Terminator 2 when I was fairly young. So thinking back to those movies, I wonder if they would be R in today's world. They would maybe have to cut. Well, like I was saying, like they do a lot of the shots from the first one. Well, the beginning scene, and they just tone back on. They use their fucks sparingly, but I don't mm-hmm. think those movies would be R unless you want to have the like Arnold doing surgery on himself. Yeah, that would be the scene in the second. Or the, well, or, even in no, the first oh, one, both of them. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking you know, more of the first like one. Eye, he pulled right? his eye out. Yeah, and, like, and does the second one with the forearm. Yeah. And I mean, the first movie's got a little bit of nudity with Linda Hamilton, right? Um, yeah, sex scene. Yeah, and Arnold, his butt, but just butts. Yeah, just, just butts. butts. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's much. Uh, if anything, it would be a soft R. Yeah, uh, no yeah. I think the second one definitely is, other than the playing thing. Yeah. There's a subtle thing there that I like is that when he leaves the helicopter, the helicopter actually shifts up. Yep. Mm-hmm. He jumps out. He's just doing Luigi's um, uh, horizontal smash attack. Super <laughs> Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Wahoo! 
But yeah, so you so you guys remember seeing Terminator at a young age. Terminator mm-hmm. 2 probably. Terminator 2, yeah. yeah. And I remember the the fence scene terrified me. When he walks through the no in Terminator Two, when Linda Hamilton's at the fence and the bombs oh, are going the bomb off, goes oh, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's ugh. yeah, yeah. That did something primal to me. Scared me in a very deep way. Yeah, because the effects were so. Co- I mean, convincing. Yeah, just put some practical skeletons on there. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. I thought he stabbed him in the head based off how his hand was. Yeah. It's not that looks terrible. Yeah. It's not super clear that he's copying his the guard's voice in that scene either. No. I and, thought he may have, but I don't know. Is there is there actually a helipad there or is it just conveniently shaped? I think it's just conveniently shaped. It's Silicon shaped. Valley. Everything is conveniently shaped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I the time sequence here between these two is confusing to me. I'll be honest with you. Like, they were above him in the helicopter. Yeah. They crashed the helicopter. No, he crashed the helicopter. Or, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. The helicopter, they crashed his helicopter. They crashed his helicopter. It crashes, explodes, falls into the lake. He has time to exit the lake, do all of this stuff, and then they land? Like, that, it, the time sequence of that seems very odd to me. Yeah. I don't know. Control alt delete. Control alt delete. <laughs> yeah. It would be much better if the uh Windows operating system did this when the computer fucked up. God, yeah. Red Coachella now. <laughs> yeah. Blah 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 blah. So I think that's that's an interesting thing they don't explore in this a what? lot, right? John John makes Skynet believe that it's going to be murdered before it even comes online. Right? He talks about that ever so... It, it talks yeah, about that right like, there. You're try to John me. told me you were going to kill me. So, because with the other Skynets, right, it comes online and it's like within... I mean, it's quick. It's a quick time frame, like, right? That's that's funny. Yeah. Um, It's a quick time frame. Within like 15 minutes or however long, it determines that humanity is going to destroy it, so it kills humanity. But right. yeah. John has spent this entire time convincing what will be Skynet that humanity is going to murder it. He is ensuring that this is going to happen. Mm. Yeah. Which is interesting from the, the menacing standpoint that you, you were talking about. There's not a menace to them. There's a menace overall to everything. Right? Mm. He's not... Until the helicopter sequence, he wasn't actively trying to kill them. He's He's been trying to convert well, the, them. Well, the, the bus, but... Meh, 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 meh. I, I mean, he, I mean, even there, you don't know. I mean, he's drink he's, whatever I say. I don't know during this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he's been trying to convert them mostly. Yeah, he's like, I want to be friends. Yeah, I also want to see the the oh. short film of Arnold being on the construction crew. Yeah, so <laughs> I want to see that as well, <laughs> like a DVD extra. Oh, yeah. Only the, uh, by the way, guys, only the plot useful portion of the time machine is complete. Of course. Yeah. This is a cool sequence. Um, I'm assuming it's PG-13 for we they they couldn't do the shot of him pulling himself all the way through it without mm-hmm. it being R. It would have been too long too. Yeah. The long ass whatever the hell he threw at him. Right, but they were showing they show him yeah. for 5 seconds there pulling himself forward at the face. Yeah. I don't need the entire I don't want him to go through the whole thing, but they, if they're going to show that shot, I would I would think that's an easy edit to stop yep. to stop yeah. getting an R rating. Yeah. Oh yeah, so they use laser and a magnet to make to make shapes. 
Yeah. Without the CPU, it's harmless. Hmm, I wonder. Yeah. What's gonna happen? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of potential <laughs> rail deaths. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Empire definitely did not build this facility. <laughs> there's way too many safety rails. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like too that so hot in that room. Yeah. yeah. I like too that they didn't that the safety rails on the some of the corners don't just dead end into the sa- into like the bars that they actually go around the around the the pillars. Oh yeah. Like, that's way more complicated. Like that. Oh, yeah. But that's so Silicon Valley at the same time too. Mhm. Well, it was extra access points, I guess. Oh. Yeah. I like how it's, it's getting older. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird line. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Pew, pew. Ah. That's a cool. Yeah. A yeah. good shot. And then there was John Carter. <laughs> Not John Carter. John Carter. John Carter. Make her a Robert. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he can do, if he actually can do that, but I mean he offers yeah. it earlier in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But if he makes her like f- I can make you robot with robot tech I have at yeah. my But again economy. my startup. Yeah. My but startup it, is making people into robots. Yeah. Again, I don't know if it, it harkens back to the fact that he's supposed to convince them to join him. Like he yeah. doesn't want to just force them to do it because then he's as bad as humanity, right? I wonder though it, yeah, if you were to turn her into a robot right now, how could she give birth to him? Is that possible? Uh, these three are decoupled from time, mm, apparently. Apparently, is what they talk about earlier in the movie, which is a convenient plot device okay. to not worry about any of that. Yeah. Yep. I can't press it. You press the thing. Yeah. Ow. So yeah, so that's probably how he gets to where he needs to go. In before they can get there, he just nanos swarms. Nano clouds. Yeah, he's what like he's never not actually in the helicopter. He just nano swarms out of the helicopter. Yeah, that's fair. Or how he gets out of the lake or river or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not gonna try to make this movie make sense. <laughs> I I would need another bottle of Batch Eight Thousand to try to do that. <laughs> do you, do you don't have one, do you? No, right. no, I don't. <laughs> the magnet. Uh, the magnet fists the, the, are cool. The swoosh. The <laughs> magnet cestus. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cool shot right yeah. there, too. Uh, part of me wishes they would have done more with him being goofy and weird. I like how they just he just kind of like just like strips the flesh off of his arm. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's cool. Like they do a lot of really neat stuff right here that we don't get well, to see yeah, him do. Final, final scenes, though. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Shoot the camera. <laughs> Where you You're going? not my dad. Magnet <laughs> punch. Magnet punch. Ooh, Falcon. <laughs> okay. uh. hey. hey. I'm glad this movie's almost over. <laughs> 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 Lasers. Lasers. Laser sword. 
thousand. Why are you closing them in sequence? Just close them all at the same time. Yeah. For dramatic effect, <laughs> I understand dramatic effect now. <laughs> Just pull up the. And he becomes Matt Smith. Yep. No name. He looks really creepy. So as this hologram. Yeah. Bald Matt Smith. I don't. I don't know what that's cool. I yeah, don't know yeah. why they had to make that cut back again, though. Like, yes, we get that it's we Matt Smith. It, yeah. I was saving that last bullet for myself, but I couldn't stand that smug British fuck anymore. Yeah. Well, that's exi- that's why, because he he, Kyle had to recognize it as yeah, but, the same face from, uh, but if, before the time travel. But Kyle can just tell us that. Yeah, or they did like it. We once should be able to when, pick up when on John it. was like, "I got infected by Skynet when you were in the time portal." Yeah, I mean, I get it for like the like the audience that hasn't been paying as close of attention, maybe. But I just, I don't know. I think that sometimes I think movies think modern movies think too little of their audience. Mm-hmm. Well, think about how stupid the average person is. I mean, then the other half of the people are even stupider. Yeah, I just oh boy, topics for other podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> this is like what happens when you fight a final boss in a fighting game, yep. right? Like how we just e Honda punched him in the back. Yeah, yep. Ow! Got your arm. <laughs> Stylistically, yeah. I like this, but yeah. it doesn't look great. No, it doesn't. Got- that's how Ultron should have been designed. That's how you give a robot lips. <laughs> oh, I thought he was talking about the movie. Because yeah. <laughs> I have a heart and a soul, motherfucker. Right. Uh, um. Yeah, this is cool. Again, this is cool. That yeah, that's practical. Callback. It's got to be practical. Mm-hmm. Mm. If not, it's really good looking. Yeah, I think it's practical. Beat him with the arm. Give yeah. me a hand. I like how he doesn't put the human skin back on in this last fight. Yeah, I don't know if that was because like he got punched with magnets a whole lot, and he's mm. kind of goofy now. But I I do like that he's just given up the whole facade and. By doing that, it seems like he's way more interesting from yeah. a fighting perspective. Well, you see the uh, just the, the 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 progression of the design of the exos of the endoskeleton. Yeah, because he still has the like the collarbones and everything in there. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. Got your spine. (laughs) (laughs) Look what I found. (laughs) It's a small thing, but I do like that he frequently refers to people with their full names. Their full names, yeah. This is like the most emotive you see Arnold Schwarzenegger be as the Terminator in mm-hmm. any of the movies, and it's and it's just this little line of like protect my Sarah. That's yeah, you know, it gives you some feels. Well, yeah. right, yeah, I mean, right there, he doesn't use the last name. Yeah, yeah, right. 
Well, I don't think he ever calls her Sarah Connor. Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah, he does. Wee. Yeah. So it would have been interesting to me if they would have kept them on the ground. Yeah, because they're robots. Because they're robots, right? Yeah. Oh. And and they and that would have given a plot reason for why the humans floated. Yeah. yeah. But that can, they could just because, you know, I I assume they they're in the air cuz they're the aluminum in the microwave. Mm. So so much CGI. Yeah. We're going to see them go through like four more doors, aren't we? A lot of doors. <laughs> They're running through the opening sequence to MST3K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yep, see, more doors. <laughs> Get over here. Oh, yeah, you can come in. Yep. <laughs> she goes What's into the high a, sign? This right here. The tear, because he's starting to get a tear. It looks like he's about to. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, mm. Lieutenant Dan, <laughs> Lieutenant, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> cool again, but it was extra slurpy. Yeah, the sound effects again. Callback, but yeah. slurpy. That's a good little breakaway. It's a good dissolve. Yeah. That's a cool shot. Mm -hmm. I like that a whole lot. Another day at Silicon Valley. The water (laughs) is really cool in that sequence right there. Get to the bonka. (laughs) Ah, Dear God. It's a velociraptor. Yep. And the 9-11 sequence. Mm-hmm. Yep. Genesis is no more. And that little skyline shot. This would just be the world complaining incessantly that Genesis didn't come online. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Great that time to be on a forum. They yeah. built up so much hype. Am I going to get my pre-order back? And yeah, remember now. Yeah. The stock dropped 50 points. <laughs> yeah, no, There's the, they got double the venture capitalism. Yeah. Wait, What? Silicon Valley doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm just going to push the screwdriver in here. Everything will be fine. <laughs> it's a ratchet driver. Whatever. I'm changing all of the light sockets in here. You can't stop me. <laughs> Recessed lighting. <laughs> uh. And... So, she says that line, but... Has she loved that many people, this version of Sarah? Because I think the Loons that died are her dad. And that's, I guess, maybe her mom? Her I didn't mom dad got blown mom up in the, in, the, in, the, in the cabin, right? Yeah. Yeah, exploded. and then the cabin exploded, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got jam on you. Yeah. Lone Star. <laughs> he um. looks like... Mark Zuckerberg. I was yeah, just going to say yeah. he looks like buff Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> buff Zuck. Buff, buff Zuck. <laughs> Mark Bufferberg. <laughs> buff Zuck. I like that. Jeff Buckerberg. <laughs> you don't have but to worry he about looks it. a whole lot older in um, Suicide Squad. Maybe because he has that scraggly facial hair. Yeah. Uh, this is cool. 
Yeah. It's well shot with the backlighting. <laughs> like how his jacket is also healed. <laughs> yes, I hug now. <laughs> yes. You could, why didn't you just say he was terminated? <laughs> you, could, uh, you could have said he was terminated! <laughs> Rolling shots. Ah! The, the movie. <laughs> kind of a callback to T2 with John Connor oh, yeah, on his bike. bike. Yep. yep. Why are the parents letting them talk to him? I was like, what the hell? They're about back drinking lemonade or something like that. Yeah. Probably because, oh yeah, probably because they actually, well, I say like, oh yeah, you saved us from the evil robo whatever. Yeah, maybe. But still, they're wanted criminals. People were murdered. Yeah, they, <laughs> they took care of it. Narrative convenience. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. It's It's nitpicky, but still, when they showed up, I was like, why? 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 But but why? But why? Why though? That can be applied to a lot of the movies. Mm. Why though? Why yeah. though? I do too, buddy. You're gonna hit that someday. someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Ryan. <laughs> Ditto. I really have a message want for you. Button up that collar. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I want Arnold to try the tire swing. Yes. <laughs> and just fall straight to the ground. I've been told these are fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just him with that goofy-ass smile swinging around on it. <laughs> like, as it falls to the ground, he just looks over and smiles at Kyle Reese like that. Thumbs up. <laughs> Thumbs up as he's going through the tire swing. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I... For... I don't know how they could fit it in with the story, but I'd like to see Arnold get a driver's license with that fucking smile. Yeah. <laughs> probably has one. I want them to make, Ar- make Arnold ride in the back. Like, yeah. a, like a dog. <laughs> Head out the window, just smiling. No, in the bed. Oh, in the bed. Oh, I, Like I, trying to stay steady the whole time. It'd be funny yeah. if he was standing completely straight up, though, the whole time. <laughs> yeah. just, just standing as tall as he can. <laughs> And then, yep. Stop watching. (laughs) 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 That's great. (laughs) So you mentioned Suicide Squad. Who was Jai Courtney in Suicide Squad? Cat Boomerang. Yeah, Cat Boomerang, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Tracking now. Yep. I do recognize the very wide head. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I mean, right there, they're, like, hammering it in, right? More movies. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I'm curious as to what they had actually planned oh, to do. Did you not know there's a stinger? No. There's a stinger. <laughs> I know. Oh. I, checked, I checked yesterday. I did not. Or the other day. Yes. Oh, boy. All right, well, let's. Let's, so let's talk into the yeah, stinger let's here. Talk into the stinger. So, so right. now that we've gone through this, reboot or endless sequels? Oh. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat 
Okay. And tell you that it depends on what the plot of the movie is, or what the plot of the series is. Yeah. Guardian, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Guardian, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. So even though this is a reboot, we'll call this endless sequel, because it's still following the same same characters, different actors, but... Yeah. There's intentions to use more of the similar characters. Right. So. I mean, I'd rather have neither, but oh, I think... Yes, that, of course. But I think that... There are types of plots and types of stories that can lend themselves to at least working with either one of those versions of things. Um, if they finally go through and just acknowledge the whole, like, James Bond is a code name, mm-hmm. um, James Bond lends itself to soft reboots really easily then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, quite easily. Um Endless, I guess endless sequels becomes, are you talking just endless sequels? Or are you talking endless stories inside of a universe? Kind of, yeah. Kind of like Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's even with, the pl- with those characters. What I'm thinking is like, we're going to get Star Wars movies a lot. Till we die. For the next like 15 years, right? We're going to yeah. get like two Star Wars movies a year for the next 15 years. But mm-hmm. That universe is so vast that mm. I think there's enough interesting stories that we'll get decent movies at a pretty de- pretty good pace out of that. Stinger! Stinger time. Okay. All right. Good summary. Here we have the lead, we have yeah, ruined little Skynet-y base. Skynet, more like ground net. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why CGI that? Uh, I know. Just going through a fucking crack. Uh, it's all CGI. Yeah. Why? CGY? CGY. Evil science. <laughs> Evil science is red. Yeah. Evil science bum, bum, bum. is also blue. Okay. Yep. All right. So, yeah, there we go. That, you know, the core is still there. Skynet's mm-hmm. still a thing. Yeah. Skynet's Just it's not connected there. to anything, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, I'm going to, I mean, I'm, I'm going to mostly echo what James said. Um, it, It's kind of on a case-by-case basis. Uh, definitely. If you're going to keep expanding on a universe, maybe that's okay. But if you're just going to drag out a storyline for as long as you possibly can, a very a lot more contained and linear thing. Yeah, we're, we're, no, I'm not talking Marvel, where they just keep putting more adjacent to the main story. Okay. And then make it all the main story. I mean, like, series of films. Yeah. I don't know. Um, like, okay, Mission, so, Impo- Mission Impossible being an example. Uh, I mean... Sequels. Even though they've gotten better recently. Yeah, I that... liked the first one, and I really liked Ghost Protocol. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Directed by Brad Bird, who did The Incredibles. Mm. Um, but, okay, so reboot. Let's. Talk, I want to talk reboots real quick. Then. I, uh, you know, we've been, reboots have kind of been the bane of movie nerds for a lot of years now, recently, right? I, I do believe there's a space for reboots if the technology of movie making has improved in such a way that you can use it to better tell your story and better show your story. But without being inherently reliant upon it. Agreed. Yep. But but that doesn't guarantee it's going to be good. And the example that comes to mind for me is the fucking Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger and the Nightmare on Elm Street series is absolutely better suited to a higher level of technology for movies. You know, just sure, dreamscapes yeah, just and just wacky stuff happening all the time. And uh, it was terrible, like it was because the the storytelling was bad, the the movie making was bad, um, where it could have been better, 
with the better technology. It, it could have helped enhance the story that was trying to be told, but it didn't. I don't mm. know. Um, you seem to disapprove, Max. What's up? No, no. I'm just kind of thinking how I want to go with this. Cause, because, like, John, I, I don't want to be like John Connor like you both have where you've cheated. Um, <laughs> hmm. I'm going to go. This is difficult. Um, shit. I want to go reboots. But but for the for the similar reasons of uh, Ryan's, um, if you can tell the story with how Hollywood has evolved from a uh, narrative standpoint, from a technological standpoint, you can probably do some really interesting things. I'm looking at um, Dune as the major example. Mm-hmm. From if okay, if Villeneuve's Dune ever happens, or even between the David Lynch Dune and the sci-fi miniseries where they had progressed, oh, a whole lot. Well, I mean, the CG doesn't look as bad. Yeah. No, I'm saying, like, there's a there's a big difference between those two movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one's made for TV, but one's, yeah. 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 I'm oh, sorry, Max. Go ahead. Finish. But, um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the the reboots for, for that reason. Again, it's like, in comparison to endless sequels, they both don't have a wide margin of success. Like I'm trying to, I'm like I'm, I'm I'm drawing a blank of like what movies that were rebooted or remakes of other movies that were better or as good as the originals. Um, we'll see how that new Halloween movie is that that's coming out. Jumanji. Well, I heard that new one was pretty good. That was a sequel, and it was surprisingly fun. Yeah, it's not a good movie, but I I would watch that again for sure. It, it was a fun movie. Hmm. Um. Okay, uh, actually, so so two more movies that pop into my head for the for the reboot discussion, um, uh, Ghostbusters, the latest Ghostbusters, I think is a good example, where it, it could have benefited a lot from the you know the expansion of the effects and what they were capable of. And don't get me wrong, I really liked that movie. I did. I thought it was a lot of fun, but it it didn't have the charm and it didn't endear me anywhere near as much as the first two did. And that was, I think, mostly because of the storytelling. Yeah, there were. Originally, um, Melissa McCarthy and Leslie Jones's roles were swapped. Okay. Like, Leslie Jones was supposed to be the scientist, while Melissa McCarthy was supposed to just be the the street-level mm-hmm. member of the team. Gotcha. And they, they're like, oh, no, we want Leslie Jones had the more memorable role as, you know, as Patty. So that's why I did that. I would have preferred to see... I would have preferred to see that swap, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But that movie also came out, what was that, 2016, I think it was? I think so. That sounds about but right. That was, I remember a lot of the movies that came out that year or maybe the years on e- each side were like, here's your um, third act CGI mess of a villain. Yeah. Where it's like, mm-hmm. here's all the CG. Like, even we saw then of like going to the time portal thing where it was just like, look at the big swirly thing. And of Ghostbusters, big swirly green thing. Yeah. So time and place. And, and uh, I heard the new Spider-Man movie is pretty good. Homecoming. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I like it a great deal. Yeah. Um, I like it. Uh, You've got your problems with I have it, my particularly problems with Tony. It. But yeah. yeah, but I won't. I don't need to yeah. bore Ryan with that. We can <laughs> do that. As a, we can Not do that bad. as a uh, no. yeah. additional uh, content thing if we ever do that. And just to slip in another one here. Uh, the, fuck the, you, Tony Stark. <laughs> the episode. The um, the RoboCop reboot, I think, is another example of just... Okay, you can do a lot cooler stuff now with your your effects, 
but just I didn't care for the story in that movie. I didn't think it was well, well told. I, I, didn't. I think like the Terminator, um, that's the progression. Well, I think sci-fi suffers the most because yeah, yeah, yeah. you have new developing technologies. So the I, the nature of what is a threat or what is sci-fi has it can't be the same. And, and you know as it was thirty years right. ago. And you know what's kind of an interesting foil to to that whole argument is is as we talked about a while ago, the thing John specifically John Carpenter's the thing mm-hmm. that movie does not need to be changed at all. I don't think I don't think any effects would improve that movie's experience beyond what what's there because. It's perfect. That movie's special effects are pretty much perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Okay. Got nominated, got nominated for a Razzie when it came out. <laughs> so crazy. That blows my mind. So I have a soft reboot I like. Star Trek. Sure. Yeah. I I very much liked the first two. Beyond, I was really lukewarm on. But yeah, but that I, first I, movie I like a whole lot. Yeah, the first two I like them both uh, the same. This movie um, took the idea of the old Arnold from Old Spock. Fair. That's a good idea. Uh, that that would that fits a lot. It fits a lot better in this than it does in Star Trek. Yeah, I mean Star Trek still also plays with less well, sort of time travel, but universe travel, hmm. dimension yeah. jumping, dimension I jumping. Um, I and I guess the argument becomes like, is Man of Steel and Batman Begins are those soft reboots, or is that just like I would say yeah, yeah. Then yeah. B- then Batman Begins is probably the best soft reboot ever made. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I but I think if you do endless sequels, I mean, you have your like Rocky. Rocky, I will say, is the is the premium example of like endless sequels. I, you know, it has I, ups and downs. But th- right now, it's it's at a it's at a incline. And I, but I think Creed is a gray area. I think Creed is a soft reboot for the Rocky series, that is still within continuity. Then it, mm. Mm, yeah. Right, because it, it's a it's going to tell another story. It's going to it. They're they're already talk, so they're making Creed two, mm-hmm. right? So it's a it's a soft reboot for the for the for Rocky, but it's telling the story of Apollo Creed's son. Yeah, but Apollo it's, Creed is the character that you know of because of the previous four movies he was in. Yeah, but to do a soft reboot, you have to know about all those things too. It seems. Like it, those, the Creed movies are going to be. Okay. It's it's a narrative coupling mechanism to tell one continuous story, but to eventually separate from. Yeah, yeah, they're going to die from Rocky, right? Yeah, because yeah, so you, I, oh, in that respect, I guess to me that falls a little more on the s- sequel side. I don't know. That's tough. That's interesting. That's it, an it, interesting gray area. It's interesting because if you watch if you watch Creed, Creed does a <laughs> really really. It does a job of trying to make sure that you don't need to know what the other Rocky movies were, mm-hmm. right? You I just would, need, I would say that this movie Genesis does the same thing. You don't yeah. need to have seen Terminator one, two, three, or but, four. But that's where they feel the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like this, we're saying this is a soft reboot, but it's still in the continuity of the other sequel series, mm-hmm. right? So if this counts as a soft reboot, I propo- I would say that Creed counts as a soft reboot, also. I think that yeah, okay, okay, and the, and yeah, Fury the, Road. Hmm. I don't think Fury Road's a soft reboot. Yeah, that. Well, I think it's intentionally vague because yeah. you can you can you can fit into the narrative of Mad Max that it is the fourth movie, or you could have it as a it is a reboot. Is a reboot. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it works. It's fine. You don't need to elaborate upon that. No, I I l- 
I like it as a soft reboot more, but I also see where he's kind of like, I don't need to tell you that because Mad Max is more of an idea than it is. Like, Mad Max... It's, it's, it's like um the Western movies with Clint Eastwood, where it's a bunch of, like, loosely intertwined tales. Exactly. no name. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like, uh, what, the Dread Pirate Roberts, right? Yeah, like, yeah. theoretically, there could just be multiple different types of people that went through that same very same experience. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It hints at those kinds of things, but even the background of that, right? It's just kids getting run over by these huge cars, like in, yeah, in Fury yeah. Road. It doesn't it doesn't it's match not, the continuity bikers, of the previous one, yeah. But yes, but it's still the same concept. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I promised I'd talk to you about Terminator Salvation real quick, and let's okay, do it. yeah. So because was that Ryan a promise I, or a threat? It's for the th- well, you like that movie too. <laughs> so no, um, the, the you talking part. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to speak to it, I talked about it a little bit in this movie, right? This feels very much like the other Terminator movies. One and two. One and two, right? And, well, I mean, three even also. Mm, yeah. It, it's it, in, in a plot, in the plot yeah, sense, yeah. right? Thing comes back. Things comes back in time. Must you know, stop thing. Yeah, must stop, stop thing. Stop Skynet. Stop Skynet, yada, but yada. They didn't in the third one. Which was a nice little twist. Of, like, I it love is inevitable. I love the ending of, of the third movie, actually. Mm-hmm. I think the ending of the third the movie is watch, when they show Spoiler. up at the, yeah, when they show up at that bunker, at the bunker and, it's and like, you're like, here? and like, you're like, computers are like thirty years old. Yeah, you're like, wait, what is this? Like, yeah. it's a, it's a great pull on it the is audience. A good downer ending. You and I saw that movie together, Ryan, mm-hmm. and I think that was our comment as we walked out of there and we were like, everything about that movie sucked except the ending. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, and that wasn't just because it ended; it was actually it had a cool ending. Right. Um. <laughs> so Terminator Salvation does something that I, I, and this is a personal thing for me. I've always been very interested in the after effect of the war versus the, the war machines. the war of the machines so getting to see that was really kind of a thrill for me i really enjoyed that and i also thought it 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 taught or not taught it showed a really cool aspect of the terminator universe that we don't get to see a lot of the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay um and even i was okay with it because even within the terminator universe or the terminator plotline those things still happened that has to happen in order for Terminator 1 or Terminator 2 yeah. to, to occur. So getting to see those things is still cool. It's mm-hmm. still neat to see humanity surviving and dealing with it. And even the fr- first part of this movie where they're fighting the machines is a cool sequence. Yeah. Um, it's I enjoyed that a whole lot. Uh, I get that there's the ups and downs. There's the weird, like, is he a man or is he not a man? And He's what, a weird it, what is it? What does it mean? They're, like, they're kind of trying to. What does it mean to be human? What does it mean to be and... human and such and everything? And they don't do a good, like, anywhere near as good of a job as Blade Runner does. So they're falling into that time, into that problem, right? But yeah, I st- transhumanism. I, I don't think that movie is anywhere near as bad as people claim it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just looking real quickly at the IMDb scores. The one thing I can say about Salvation is, um, and they hid it until the movie came out, you went and saw, is when he goes into the core and he's confronted by the T-800. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's Arnold! Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was was a really cool, just like, oh my gosh! Yeah, right. So you looked at the IMDb scores, Ryan. Oh, yeah. I mean, most of the movies beyond the first two all have roughly the same IMDb scores. It's like a six or something. Yeah, roughly sixes. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, Steve Cuff has this theory that like no movie in IMDb has above like a seven point two. Seven point two, just like same with the Pitchfork album score, like, seven point two, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, yeah, I liked Salvation better than this, um, but I, I didn't hate this movie. No. All right, sorry. I think we're preempting the uh, 
If, yeah, the view the again. Final brew, questions yeah. here. View again, brew again. Um, so I'll I'll start off with uh view again. Um, go Max, go. Maybe I think I would watch this again in the in the sense of I would want to do like um a triple feature of one, two, and this just to see how it meshes narratively. You know, just kind mm-hmm. of you know, like viewed in a vacuum of those three okay. without viewing three and four. You know, because I like like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I think both Arnold and James Cameron are like these are the three Terminator movies. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But um, Bruggen, uh, yeah. I mean, I would, I would, uh, I would try it again. This, this, this beer. I'm not gonna go out of my way to find some. I think this was like sixteen, seventeen dollars for the bottle, which I'm fine paying for like a big release like this. And it's boozy. Yeah, yeah. It was it was great for sipping. I'm not gonna. We only you know we split the 750 mils amongst the three of us, so you know we were sipping on it throughout most of the movie. So you know it was fine just to have on. Um, some a little bit of some interesting facts about this movie, which probably why there won't be any more or hasn't really been any more announcements for it is this was the first Terminator movie to make under $100 million domestically. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, this was the first movie in Hollywood that made over $400 million worldwide, but less than $100 million domestically. Okay. Um, it failed to make $150 million in China, which would have greenlit this immediate sequel. Okay. Um, Amelia Clark has not, has is not attached for the sequels, but, um, Mackenzie Davis, who's in Blade Runner, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, as the, the 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 prostitute, okay, with the orange hair, she's yeah. going to be the Sarah Connor role, apparently. But I I okay, I don't understand that from a logistic standpoint. If you're if your intent is to make a sequel, why aren't you signing people for three movies? She doesn't want to be in it. Maybe she maybe it was just a if this is successful, I'll sign on for more. But maybe it's with the success of Game of Thrones after this, because this is twenty fourteen to twenty. Mm-hmm. 18, her star power is only going up. Yeah, it just seems like bad planning. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's tough to say what, you know, stipulations she, not, and conditions. For all I know, are. she probably has some sort of stipulation that, you know, like, hey. She could have something in there. It just seems like it's a weird, that's like weird. You must green light a sequel within X amount of time for me to continue doing this. Because, like, if yeah. it would have flopped and it's like, we're making two more and you have to stay into it because you signed this contract. I mean, like, yeah. great. Yeah. This no, is- I, I get it. But I mean, even then, if it flops so bad, they might not have. Even, they might. They probably wouldn't it, like this movie like it. just broke even with all the marketing they did for it too. Okay. Yeesh. Yeah, there's a lot of marketing for this movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. So yep, that's what I got for that. Mm. Last of my max facts. <laughs> max max facts. I like that. Uh, I guess we'll just go down the line. Yep. I'll go next. You next. You next. Uh, brew again. Mm, no. I. It's okay, but this this is nothing special to me, and I'm. I'm not going to buy this again and I'm not going to seek it out. Um but thank you for bringing it. Yeah, nice. it was it was I'm glad we I'm glad we were able to actually find a bottle of it. Yeah. Cuz Shorts yeah. doesn't do a lot of um single bottle like big bottle releases. They mostly do like their one-off six-pack runs. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean it's it's not bad. It's just to me overall this is just pretty mediocre. Um mediocre. It's it a very middle of the road beer. Yeah. Um view again. Uh yeah. Yeah, I'd view this again. To me, this is uh, one of the many good background movies that I think we've watched where I'd maybe flip this on if I was doing something else. Um, I'm not going to sit down and really focus on this. Or if we did like a triple feature kind of thing, I, I'd be I'd be on board for that. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd view this again. I, there, there's enough fun stuff. 
and enough just calling back to the other movies and and the greatness that they are. Um, yeah, it's enjoyable. Passing, um, passing the puck to James. Yeah, Bruegan, no for me. Um, 15.8%. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I actually, um, I'm, I think I'm, if if Max is on the, the ant side of it and Ryan's the side of it, I'm the side of it. <laughs> um, I actively don't like this beer. Really? Mm. We haven't had many of those. Yeah. Um, it, it's not undrinkable. Uh, it just doesn't. It doesn't come together. It really doesn't. The last beer, and this is unfair to that other beer because I actually think the other beer is more drinkable than this beer. But the last beer that didn't come together as much as this beer did is Lizard of Cause. Yep, for me. Mm. Which, I, which as we discussed in our very, very long episode fifty, is it entirely sub- like the the rating over sub- our subjectivity of beer is just hogwash, you know. We may just be say like, eh. But people could be like, oh my god, this oh is yeah. the greatest thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Lizard of Cause oh. being a beer, I know people are like, this is the best thing ever. Uh, yeah, of, of course. I mean, definitely try, tr- just try stuff. I mean, yeah, try, try whatever. Oh man. yeah, try we're stuff. not saying don't try it. I'm but just, but yeah. I think that's comparable to me to what this is. Yeah. It's a beer no, that it's a, it's a beer that has a lot of flavors that I think I would like if that was the flavor of the beer. Mm-hmm. But I don't like it when I'm having like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride through my beer. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, that's short. Yeah. Um, but uh, view again. Yes. Uh, I don't. I, not, I even. It's not even. A, I don't hate this movie. I don't mind this movie. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest complaint is that it's overly long. I want this movie to be the, about twenty the, minutes the shorter. The third act really drags on. Yeah. If this movie was twenty minutes shorter, I would probably uh, actively like it in the way that I actively like Terminator Salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is. I think this is a good case of what one of the reasons why we started these. Uh, started this is that we're not here to attack movies we're here to find things that are we know aren't very good but we all like yeah right like there's there's bad there's problems with this movie but at times yeah. this movie's a lot of fun yeah. great first act yeah mm-hmm. great first act mm-hmm. this movie comes comes swinging out the gates mm-hmm. for you and that's um, what, and, and that's what really makes it disappointing is after they go forward in time it's like okay yeah um but arnold's great in this movie he's everything you want um at times, John Connor's character becomes really cool, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm down with this movie. I'd watch it again. All right, all right, all right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Good Brews, Bad Views. As always, um, thank you for listening. Um, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Uh, Subscribe and like and rate us on whatever podcast service you listen to: iTunes, mm-hmm. Stitcher. We're not on Stitcher yet, but we're going to be. Um, Google Play. All that jazz. More ratings. More ratings. More ratings. ratings. Um, Our survey's flying around, so uh, please take that if you have not. We would love to hear some opinions and feedback and what you would like us to do more of on this podcast or less of on this podcast. (laughs) Do do less of. Do less of this. Talking. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Podcasting. Podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, But, yeah. um, Hope you guys had a good time. And... uh, what do you guys think about reboots versus uh, uh, the endless sequels? Let us know. Yeah, send us some thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Facebook, Facebook, yep. Twitter, whatever works for you. <laughs> okay, um, that's it from us today. And as always, please watch and drink responsibly. We've been terminated. Bum 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs>